coming up on Thunder Pop. It is the 84th episode of the Thunder Pop podcast. It's also our third anniversary special. This episode will serve as our third anniversary special. And I had been preparing this for weeks. A special surprise for Reed Charles. And you, you... Well, we won't tell the audience, though. The audience will... It'll be still a surprise for the audience. So I had this this, this mastermind plan of how to keep this mm-hmm. special guest that's going to be on the show with us mm-hmm. away from you. And I did a great job of keeping you all separated by having him arrive early and... And then I, I put him. Yeah, I even parked away so I can so I could eat. You know, I have him downstairs in a green yeah. in a green in the green room, um, hanging out in the purple. Green, green. It's actually the, the purple room. The purple room. He's hanging out downstairs, and then uh, the plan was to put him on speakerphone so he could listen in on the beginning of the show, and then I could call him up, uh-huh. and I say his name when I when the, he answers the phone. I call him and say, so and so, so and so, and you're like, I knew it. So anyway, my name is Jeff. Uh, so anyway, we're gonna we're gonna still set we're still gonna set it up like it's 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 a special uh, event, even though it's not I a special. Saw, I saw a car outside. Didn't recognize you or your wife, so I said I ran the plates. And did you right, really? Did you really do that? Yeah. You're kidding, though. No. We're well, giving a surprise away. It's like opening your present before Christmas. No surprises, sir. There are no surprises <laughs> in my life. So anyway, Reed says he ran the plates. I don't know how he ran the plates so quickly. I guess there are apps for that where you can do this sort of thing. But anyway, we're going to do kind of a this is your life thing where mm-hmm. the idea was we were going to do kind of a this is your life thing where we were going to surprise you with someone from your past who... Um, you can't surprise me. There's 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 this kind of a story, a backstory here, why I had Jeff as... A little bit of animosity, Yes. There's a little bit of a problem that you guys you guys ran into. You guys were best of buds. My name is Jeff. I got a problem with him. Yeah. And then you guys had a fallout because of some silly Facebook stuff. You That's got right. into you got into a little tussle on Facebook, mm-hmm. and we'll we'll wait till he comes out, kind of like they do on Jerry Springer. But this, <laughs> but Reed Charles, this. G'day, cunts. Yes, on this 84th episode, this is your life. America's most talked about program. Now, here he is, Mr. This Is Your Life himself, Ralph Edwards. Yeah. People would get excited about anything back then. I'd just go crazy over it. It was easy to get people excited back then. It's a lot harder to, rate, to move the needle nowadays because mm-hmm. people have seen and heard and done everything. Anyway... This is kind of like a take on this is your life. So we're going to have, we're going to talk about what just can come out and we're going to talk about what transpired between you guys and why you guys are no longer friends and why you're not talking anymore. I refuse to suffer fools. Yes. Refuse to what? Suffer fools. Suffer fool. Okay. Fools. But we, me and Jeff had a great talk and he, he misses you and he, he loves you. I like, I I like Jeff too. Yeah. He's he's a good guy. So we're not going to be a fisticuffs here. We can. If we could, you know, duke it out. Uh, Let's get ready to rumble! Okay, we're going to take this shit out in the backyard, though, if it yeah. comes to that. See, because you guys are trying to trap me in this room. I'm not I'm not trapped in this room with you guys. You guys are trapped in this room with me. That's precise. precisely. You're trapped in here with me. Precisely. I just got done eating. Now I'm getting horny. 
Wait a minute. There's something that, that's some fuzzy math there. That 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 doesn't completely add up there the way I would prefer it, it would. Anyway, we're gonna Why do. Are you just making me horny. So for this special. 84th episode, that's our third anniversary special. We're going to have a This Is Your Life, a special edition of Feed the Read. Feed the Read. Read, Charles. I'm full. This is your life. I'm full. Yeah. <laughs> I'm done. Also, we thought it'd be fun since it's episode 84. We're going to look back at movies and pop culture in 1984. Hmm. You know about mo- what movies were out in 1984? Some so, of the- yeah, there's a couple. Um- Huge blockbuster films. Yeah, I was really surprised. Uh, Indiana Jones and Temple of Doom came out that year. Mm-hmm. Footloose. I didn't Go- see that one until like years later. A lot of these movies I didn't see until years, years later. Yeah, Ghostbusters, mm-hmm. Beverly Hills Cop. Yeah, that was number one. That was number one, which I was surprised me because I had always thought Ghostbusters was the number one movie that no, year. That's the banana in the tailpipe, yeah. Y- yeah. But see, what, what happened, though, is Ghostbusters was re-released this following summer, and that's when mm. it surpassed Beverly Hills Cop. For all time comedy numbers, oh. for a comedy film, and made it the all time. And then Ghostbusters held the title for years, decades, as number one blockbuster money making comedy. Mm-hmm. And I don't think it was until maybe like recent, like last ten years, maybe something caught up to it. You know, it's kind of sad about that too. Is that a lot of uh, these like top ten movies ever? You know, yeah. like I guess it'd be more American movies, right? Or or your English speaking movies? Yeah. A lot of them are dramas. Very, very few of them are comedies. Top, like was, yeah, top box 10? office movies. Yeah, yeah. you usually are top ten all drama. Well, I think it has a lot to do with the fact that comedies are hard, comedies harder. It's harder to to pull off com- good comedy than it is drama. You can make it's mm-hmm. easier to make people cry than it is to make them laugh. Hmm. That's that's how I feel. I mean, how many think about in your comedy films? There's probably a lot less of them in your top twenty because there's just not as many of them that move the needle for you, right? Yeah, well, it's, yeah, it's true. Like, com- what comedies are Tropic Thunder? Shit, that one, that one's always a soars top. to the top for yeah, me. Yeah. yeah, also something about Mary, I thought was pretty good. Another, yeah, yeah that's a good movie. Yeah. Another Ben Stiller film. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I think for me, in my sophomoric male taste for humor, uh, Dumb and Dumber. Yes, there you go. And the first Ace Ventura mo- movie, mm-hmm. to me, <laughs> are just ridiculously funny. I feel uh, like that too. Like no one wants to play with me all the time. <laughs> Nobody wants to play with me. So we're gonna we're gonna talk about movies, pop culture for '84, and then at the, at the close of the show, in place of uh, thoughts and advice, we're gonna do uh, our pay, paying respects to Stan Lee. Yeah, I found some cool stuff. You guys it. haven't been on since we had uh, Stan Lee since Stan Lee passed away. So I know you had some things on Stan Lee you wanted to talk about. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll have our usual agree or disagree. But to open the show, like I said, right after this theme song. It's This Is Your Life, a special edition to Feed the Read for our third anniversary special. Yeah, yeah. Um, we're 
harmonizing here. Okay, hey, this one here was in 1954. This this uh, mm-hmm. this this was This Is Your Life, and a lot of some of our younger <laughs> listen, younger list, younger listeners have no idea what this show even is because it's been it's been off there for many years. But This Is Your Life was a show where they used to have these celebrities on, but they would surprise them. Like they would like bamboozle them. Like they would not know what they, that they were going to be on. This the show. is your kid. Well, this was like before. This is like that's like the modern day version of it is Mari Povich, <laughs> Povich. and doing uh, like this is your I'm the, I'm the father you're not mm-hmm. the father but on uh, this is your life they would go to these people's homes and surprise them or they would have them like at a hotel and they would tell them they were there for something else than they actually were there for and then they would surprise them and say hey so and so this is your life this particular episode was Laurel and Hardy. Oh, wow. The comedians. The, was there any the, bad stuff that happened? Well, these guys were pissed that <gasps> they did this to them. They didn't want to do this show. So they had them. They told well, they them. They must have got paid for it. They had somebody that they were friends with They helped that helped arrange it oh, that took them out to dinner. And they thought they were just going out for an evening. And then they were surprised with the cameras while they were out at some place in the public public place, mm-hmm. like a bar at a hotel, and then they showed up the cameras. And the reason why they were pissed is because they had been trying to get, people had been trying to get them to come back and do, because they had been out, kind of out of the spotlight for a while. Mm-hmm. And they had tried to get them to come back, and they were waiting for the right time to do a TV special that they were going to have control over and production and, and the way it was going to be executed and the way it was going to be promoted and the way it was going to be rolled out. They, were, they wanted to have that control over it. And so when they were surprised and put on this show, they, they didn't like it because they, it wasn't the way they wanted to have their comeback be done. Was was like by shot. So you could look at the looks on their faces. They're trying to be good sports. But so when they first show up with the cameras... <laughs> They don't want to. They 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 take forever to come out, and finally come back out and do the show. Like come out on the stage. Jesus. So you can look at the look on their faces. So they got that kind of like uncomfortable smile, like they're trying to be good sports. Come over to our theater stage. Uh, Mr. Delphont, <laughs> how you doing, boys? <laughs> 50 million of your fans are eager to see your lives unfold. This is years after their, their skits. Yeah. To a troubled world. So this guy, you know, he was the producer and host of the show, and he would get the, like pick out these people to do. So anyway, it takes them several minutes before they come out on stage, and I bet it's because they were like, Saying fuck you. I don't want to do this shit. I don't want to do this shit. So anyway, I'm drinking. Another person that didn't want to do this shit that I really had to convince was our special guest. And now, Reed Charles, <laughs> this is your life, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Our special guest is now heading up the stairs. My name is Jeff. The one I gave away was supposed to be a surprise. <laughs> Jeff Painter. He's on his way up. Mr. Jeff Painter. Mr. Jeff Painter. Jesus, did he fall down the stairs? Here he is, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Mr. Jeff Painter. How you doing, man? How you doing, Rick? Good, good. Been a while, man. Yeah. Oh, boy. <laughs> we got we got a lot of explaining to do. We got some proximity issues here, Steven. Yeah. <laughs> you can slice the, uh, the awkward in the room. Now, awkward. awkward. So... 
You you ever watch? You remember any of the This Is Your Life? Uh, sure, man. Stuff. Absolutely. So this, I was playing this one. This was Laurel, and you were listening on the phone. Mm-hmm. So this was the one they did with Laurel and Hardy. And apparently, after they were pissed, they were <laughs> pissed that they did uh, This Is Your Life on them, and they did not want to do it because they had been wanting to do a TV comeback, but they wanted to do it in the way that they wanted to do it. Now there were some knockoff years later. There were some knockoff versions of This Is Your Life in the late 90s early actually more like kind of around mid 2000s vh1 did their own version of this oh yeah and they tried to get the new kids in the block and they had showed up at various like guerrilla filmmaking crews showed up at various places because they were going to try to get the new kids in the block to reunite Mm -hmm. to do a concert together Oh yeah. and they all pretty much um a couple of them did some sit down interviews but there was a, a few of them that just wouldn't even be on camera. They would like, and one of them nearly ran, like ran over some of the crew, <laughs> trying to get away from him in his SUV. Yeah. So same thing. They they said the reason why they wouldn't do it is because they wanted to do their comeback at the time that they thought was right in a way that they wanted to do it in the in the fashion that they wanted to do it. And that was kind of the story with Laurel and Hardy. They wanted to do the comeback in the way they wanted to do it and not be just sort of like caught off guard and put on this show. They finally come out, but it, it took some some dealing to get them to come out. And uh, I think it's when you finally see them come out, you see kind of the the awkwardness in their faces. You used to uh, be a vocalist too. Harding, and we'll learn that you two might never have gotten together at all if it hadn't been for a leg of lamb. So you can you see know, kind of the look on their faces. They're just, they don't want to be there. <laughs> they're, I mean, they're trying to go along with it, but I mean, I mean, uh, Laurel has got a, a smile. You can tell is just sort of like a, he's just putting it on just because he's on TV. And, and, uh, and Hardy, I mean, he's sort of like, get the fucking hand off me, you asshole. About to have a heart attack. Yeah. Well, yeah, that too. He probably had eight ham sandwiches in the back before he came out. <laughs> he said, oh, yeah, I'll come on, but you're going to have to give me free eight, food, free, free dinner, <laughs> yeah, free, free drinks. And they just ate, too. That, that was the, the ploy to get him out uh, to, in a place that they could surprise him was to get him to go out for drinks and dinner. <laughs> so that's that's how they, they, you know, back then everybody dressed up for everything. They, they Like I, my grandmother used to get dressed up to go to Luby's cafeteria. Like it would be like a big thing. She would get, I mean, people, people don't dress up for that stuff anymore. No. But you remember that? You remember when everybody... Sure. You'd, you'd Absolutely. Get, it was a time when people would get dressed. I mean, Austin's always been a little more relaxed, but certainly... Yeah, like, it's always been like... Yeah. But Dallas, people used to get dressed the nine fancy. to go out. I mean, fancy-fied. To go oh, out yeah. To, to go even, out to... Even to go to the grocery store when I was a kid, you know, you would see people in women in T-length dresses and heels to go to the freaking yeah. grocery store. Freaking grocery store. Just to... Yeah, it seems like it's kind of degraded, hasn't it? Are we, heading, fashion. are we heading for uh, uh, Idiocracy? Where I think gonna, we're already there. We're, uh, we're already there. We're, yeah, dude. We've been there for a long time. Yeah, it's there for a while. <laughs> we're not heading there. We're already in full on <laughs> head first. Well, it was, it, well, I think the like for the Valley, for example, like all these clubs that were around down there, mm-hmm. they had a dress code because they wanted to keep the riffraff out. That was the whole idea. Mm-hmm. Is if you couldn't afford nice clothes, you, don't, you can't afford to be here. Get the hell out of here. And that's kind of the attitude. Wow. So when I came to Austin, you know, you had to dress up. And it's like, you don't have to dress up here. Everything's casual. Yeah. In fact, everyone's are, cool. People are going to stare at you if you're dressed up. They're like, what's this? Yeah. What's, what's your, why are you so uppity? But it was because yeah. the people, you know, down the valley, people are poor. There's this, they're not really going to look at girls. They're going to look at guys to fight. 
It's more of that. <laughs> it was like, are you serious? Dude, you come here to look for girls and dance and get lucky and get some drinks. You don't come here looking for guys to do for a fight. What the fuck's your, you know? Hell yeah. I'd rather roll, here, I want to be rolling like around that. on the ground with girls, not with guys. Yes, they like by, At the end of the night. Yeah. Well, yeah, depending on where you go, maybe girls rolling around fighting each other. <laughs> that's true. Go watch that. There's not enough of that anymore. <laughs> <laughs> All that's going away. <laughs> it's, it's but good. no dress code was actually not having your shirt tucked in, that kind of stuff. That, that was a... Like early late nineties mm-hmm. and early in the nineties, I was kind of like, "Wow, you don't have to do that here." Yeah, that was kind of weird. Oh yeah, and especially yeah. In the, I mean, it's actually gone back to where Austin's started to come a little more uh, in some ways. It's up a little fancy, a little fancified. There's a little fancified, but there's still enough places you can find where you can show up mm-hmm. in your shorts and flip flops and t-shirt, <laughs> and that's the uniform of the day in December. In December, yeah, <laughs> in December, pretty yeah. much, pretty much. All right, so so what are you trying to do here? Some fucking so, therapy or something? Yeah, so you two guys, <laughs> let's let's get a little backstory. A little backstory. <laughs> When's the last time that you two have had words? Uh, well, like angry words or? <laughs> well, just words. Period. About a year? Is it been a maybe, year? Maybe when I was at your house. Um, no, no, no. Was, it was it was after that? It was after that. Yeah, it was like that whole cop thing, arresting that nurse thing. Yes. That's what it was. I had to, I had to, I had to, I had to really think about it. It's like. Why did we get pissed off at each other? So, like, back back this up for a second. What's this about a nurse and a there nurse was, there was being a nurse, arrested? There was a nurse in Utah, and yeah. what had happened is that this there is was, the there case, was, source of what got you two guys at odds with each well, other. I just re- refuse to suffer fools because okay. of the fools that he hangs okay. out with. So you were, you guys uh, were, and, and, <laughs> and I and I didn't agree with hundred percent of what he was saying, and I didn't agree with hundred percent of what everybody else around me was saying, mm-hmm. and, and and there's other stuff. Sure, but I, you know, Reed and I in the past got along famously. Yeah, we have one very important thing that's in common that we both are nuts about, and he knows it. History, history, and genealogy. Yeah, yeah, a common bond there. <laughs> oh, I mean, Reed, that's his thing now. That's that's yeah. That's what but, that's what raised. That's what that's his boner. Is his history and and genealogy? Yeah, yeah that, that's where he gets that, he gets we, his rocks off. Specifically, eighteen oh, sixties oh. <laughs> family family history. Oh. 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 No inbreeding here. Well, there has been some inbreeding. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> Ohio. Uh, oh, those, those Ohioans. <laughs> those Ho Ohioans. A bunch of Ohios. So you got. So it was actually in. Per- I thought the argument and what started it was all on Facebook. No, it was it on was. Facebook. Yeah, it was. Okay, it was on Facebook. Yeah. I mean, it was we, related to a story about a would, nurse. Yeah, we would raz. We would raz. I would raz consistently raz. Um, read or, about Chewbacca. Yeah, and, yeah. that was cool. Well, I, that you I, that I you problem. loved. You love that stuff. Yeah. And then you know, there were other things that were political stuff. We would raz him about that shit too. <laughs> because and, and at first I was like, man, I couldn't tell if if Reed was doing an Andy Kaufman thing or not. I just couldn't tell. Well, no, Reed, it's all. It's all, I'm, Reed, all I'm fucking around. I'm Reed always fucking around. loves to troll on yeah, Facebook, troll. Yeah. and so he puts up stuff sometimes that to try to s- stir the pot. Yeah, and well, I and do too. yeah, <laughs> especially if I'm in my um, um, one of my <laughs> man, maybe I shouldn't divulge that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what? Be careful what you say. <laughs> oh, what are we? What are um, we we're talking about here? Well, you know, never mind. Never mind. Never mind. But anyway, you got so you got, and you had told me we were having an email. We were corresponding at some at some point about something, and uh, several months ago. And you said, "Yeah, you know, 
uh, I think you know Reed blocked me and deleted yeah. me from Facebook. Yeah, I was done. But uh, but I went back and unblocked him. He did unblock. But I didn't, oh, okay. I, didn't, I didn't friend him back though. I was like, nah, I got enough friends. I'm I'm good. <laughs> no, well, as I'm saying, no, I you're don't. Good, man. You're I, good. I just don't. I just don't. You know, the main thing was the the thing that that, that kind of pissed me off was I'm trying to point out logic to your friends and everything to his on his side of the, of the tree mm-hmm. or his side of the Facebook whatever. And they just don't, don't want to take it. Look, it says here in the... I went out and found the actual, like, document that says what, what a nurse is supposed to do, right? And that the, they don't do it. So this right. nurse was arrested for some malpractice stuff? No, no, not exactly. What no. had happened was there was an accident, right? I think yeah. I believe there was an accident was, where it involved a driver who was... was intoxicated. The vic- no, 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 no. He was actually he was actually the innocent one. So there was, two pe- there was an accident where two vehicles hit. One... I think the one who actually caused the accident might have died, and the person, the other person that was a victim, was just a victim in the vehicle, right? So what happens is that they have to get toxicology when there's an accident where blood is drawn, and when when you get in an accident mm-hmm. and blood spills, yeah, this is Texas law. The same thing for Colorado, I think too. But this was in Utah, 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 yeah. So most law, most states are like that. When dro- blood is dropped in an accident, no matter whose blood, everyone takes a fucking test. Everybody. They wanted to see if somebody was under the influence while they were driving. Yeah, right. And 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 I think the cap. Go ahead and read. Sorry. No. So so they they get everybody. So mm-hmm. when the the nurse had rendered aid to that driver who was the victim, you know, who survived, it wasn't the cause of the accident. She gave him some sort of like painkillers or something like that, whatever it was, that might have affected that test. Right. And that's what her her uh, understanding was. She was in the wrong though. Because whatever test they take to make sure what are drugs they had in their system, they can tell if it came from the hospital or it came from the nurses, whatever. Because they can see how long it's been in there. Right. And they can see what previously other drugs are there before that. They can actually could tell that, which is pretty amazing. So she was just refusing to take the test because she thought that, from what I understood at the time, when I saw the whole video and mm-hmm. watched and read the, the, the laws about it too, mm-hmm. saying that she felt that she might have been, she might have tamped, might have... Uh, Contaminated the the blood sample from that person who was the victim, so she refused to do it. But she t- she was totally in the fucking wrong. Now it doesn't it doesn't work when you have the police department arresting the nurses because those nurses could possibly be aiding those police officers that get hurt eventually when they get shot or they get into an accident or anybody right. Mm-hmm. So you can't do that. It's it's politically not the right it, thing to do. It, but it, she was in the wrong. It, it was it was bad PR for yeah, the, for the police. Huge. Yeah, bad. And and I'm not I'm not an anti police person at all. <laughs> my my issue my issue with Reed was it they were they had changed the the yeah, or, they had changed the orders at the hospital because mm-hmm. uh, some laws had changed in Utah mm-hmm. and. As I understood it, and maybe Reed knows more. I'm not gonna not gonna discount that. No, that's true. There were changes, and the there were changes in what their what they were supposed to do with patients regarding law enforcement. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And she thought that by um, handing over this this test to this this policeman, that he w- she was violating the patient who was the victim's civil rights. Yeah. And then when the cop demanded it even though his commanding officer didn't said hey okay just back off let it go this is where the nurse was in the old law Mm -hmm. and the new law says this and she was stubborn headed thinking no it's this 
She was thinking that the I thought new it was the reverse that she no, was completely she was... was using the new nope. the new the new form and the old one was what the cop was going by. No, she was backing the old for law or form whatever mm-hmm. it was and he was saying no, you have to do this. Yeah, you see with That's where the confusion was. And yeah. I, and at the time I, at the time uh you know and I have I have a friend who's been a nurse, she's been a nurse for 30 years. Mm-hmm. And she says, hey, no, there's very specific procedures that nurses have to follow or they get fired. Yeah, yeah. And and so they have to follow the laws for privacy and you got the HIPAA laws and all mm-hmm. of those other things involved. And so there's a variety of things and I think you know there were points that Reed was making that were fair. There were points that I was making that I thought was fair. Mm-hmm. And I think what got us crossways with each other was the input from everyone else. Yeah, that's why I was like, um, I'm done with this monkey show. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I'm done. It started to get wild. Because I said, are you are you mental? Like, what part don't you understand? These are the laws. Now, as far as like, it was, it's such a silly thing, but that's that was actually, that's kind of a spillover of all the Trump stuff. All the, you know, back and forth. Oh, so that's, that's kind of like, because everyone was, everyone was like, Debating on on the on the walls of Facebook, pretty much, and then so I started seeing the division. As okay, I'm just backing out of this one too. It's like fuck this, I'm done. Well, and, well, and since then, since I had my thing dust up with Reed, pretty much I made a conscious decision that I would no longer use Facebook as a you know as a honest <laughs> guy. No, it's was, true. It's and I was like sad. Yeah, I, I learned like, my lesson too. You know, and I was like, for me, it's like you know. Reed's a good guy, hard-headed son of a bitch, but goddamn, yeah, I, I admit that. Yeah. And 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 I, I could be totally all this all this thing about the nurse thing. I could be totally fucking wrong, and don't even fucking know it. I could well, be totally fucking wrong. Right. I I I thought you were wrong, Reed. <laughs> no, <laughs> but well, what? I, <laughs> so you know the thing is, I used to get into uh, things with people. I used to post stuff. It's fun to debate. Well, it, I did, but then it would get to a p- point where people just got so. Um, butt hurt, they would start to get hateful. <laughs> yes, and that's when I started enjoying it. Right when I started, getting... well, you get, yeah, you get. I think you get energized from it. I, I get, fucking love that. But... I get zapped ener- energetically from it. But so, this, but why did I just, you know, well, why come I didn't continue? Consum- it's time, time consuming. Consum- time consuming. And I was like, wait a minute, why am I fucking wasting my time? <sighs> I'm done. Well, I'm not going to change. You know? I don't believe I change person's mind for something I post on social media no. significantly. No. I think that there. There's more ways to do. If you've got things, ideas that you want to get out, I think there's there's more productive ways. To do more it. productive ways yeah. to do it, where you're actually enriching your life more than just sitting there and trying to fight somebody, fight someone on a social media thread. <laughs> and know. people are so easily triggered now. Yeah. On social media, and I, I think that's, that sometimes people do some stupid shit, and they do but deserve. There's a, there's a difference there, man. There's but just just ignore them if they do some stupid shit. Well, there's okay. Don't there's, don't, don't but it, get but it's like caught of, up in it. But it's symptomatic of everything else that's going on in society and how divided we are. Mm-hmm. It's like the a, fight, a right? lot of the uh, un, uh, the division that we have is totally unnecessary, yeah, yeah. and it's because people have a perspective of things and they've been brainwashed right and left mm-hmm. and and it doesn't matter they've been told what to think how to say who to believe and right. what direction to pee in it's just it doesn't make any sense to me well all new all news is black and white now it's either it's either fox news and it's it's biased in in the right or it's cnn and it's biased in the left or it's msnbc and it's, it's vomit. Bi- more vomit biased biased in the really far left 
So yeah, I mean, yeah. it's 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 where it's Rush Limbaugh, where it's Bill O'Reilly, and it's biased in the conservative end of things. As Reed's giving a thumbs up for that. Oh. No, but there's but there's two sides to to fight. Like like there's a buddy of mine, um, Andrew Andrew, right? Yeah. He has a friend George, and when he gets he tags my tags me into one of his posts, and I said, "Oh hell yeah, here we go." So when he starts posting, you love the you love the. Oh, ball, I love the it ball. because because I, I I destroy them. I I, I crush them. And, and what and what happens? Though, but what's the what's the what's the end result? Do they say you were right? No, we, we they bow, will never. We they bow, never. We bow to you, a master. Full, a full. We'll never they, admit defeat. Or do right? they just call you names and then they get finally get tired? No, I told. I keep. I keep egging on, egging on to where they get so mad. I'm just trolling, trolling. Do you trolling. change their mind? Do you educate? I don't them? care to change their mind. I just want to troll them because of the fool they are. That's all I okay. care about. And once <laughs> I have had my fill of of. Belly full of laughter, of yeah. like this, oh, it's tear, for, tearing in my okay, eyes. Okay, so it's for entertainment for value. So much joy I got you, from you destroying get, that person. You get some I, entertainment value. I, out I, I understand the entertainment value, but I, I, I but did. When it, gets, I, when it gets real, like personal, like the cop thing, that was real for me. I was like, you hmm. know what? I don't want to do this. Is not trolling. I'm not trolling because I wasn't trolling. I was, no, I was we being. Were, we were having a discussion. Yeah, a real discussion. Yeah, you like Jeff? You don't want to get. It. You no, weren't looking to get. But it I don't want. I don't want to deal with any of that shit. So He's, I just like. It's not up. like a perfect stranger online that you're having a battle with. Perfect strangers are even better because I totally have, destroy them too. Yeah, because well, you, those people you have no connection with. So you yeah, don't care. True, yeah. yeah, but if it's somebody you know, you're going to be less likely to want to. You'll go easier on them probably. I think if people were saying stuff face to face. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's much different, isn't it? Oh no, I say the same fucking thing. I don't give a fuck. Well, you're you're different though. You're different. The than pussies most people. out there that I talked to, you know, they're the pussies. I'm not. So I will. I will. I, I have no problem face uh, hiding behind a keyboard or fucking in their face. I have no. There's no fucking difference to me. Okay, I'm gonna give you all example. Something came up, and okay. I don't agree with the move. I think it was a it was a misguided move. Okay, but uh, local. Um, hairstylist oh. who has a pretty good following on Instagram. She's done a good job on social media for just for the fact she's just a hairstylist. You know, she's not putting up <laughs> sexy photos or she's not uh, putting up recipes or, or doing uh, uh, funny videos. She's just a, she has good, um, uh, little good bit of, a little bit of savvy for social media. What's oh, okay. that? Good dues. Good dues. Yeah, good dues. She has some good dues. Well, she uh, puts up some photos uh, and, and she's out at a costume party. And she dresses as a Native American. She's she's white. Oh, she's going to hell. She's blonde, but she dresses as a Native American. She's got the Indian uh, paint and the headdress, and people just went after her. Was it because of pro- appro- oh, appropriation? Yeah, cultural appropriation. She now she <sighs> became somewhat. It went, it <laughs> you went, know where this is going, right? Yeah, it went somewhat viral. Okay, how about this? How about- know, it, it went somewhat viral, <laughs> and I saw people that I actually kind of know. I'll, I'll say I know. Oh. Going after her on social media, and I was blown away. I didn't know these people had this in them. They had to, the illness, yeah. But here's the thing. First of all, I, I okay, so about 2008, in the EDM um, um, world, mm-hmm. in the raver world, yeah, which was very big around uh, the period of like 1998 to 2008, the EDM scene was really big in Texas, and the rave scene... Um, so these big parties, these events they would put on and they'd have these go-go dancers and Mm -hmm. the neon paint. Well, a lot of these people who are very like, um, liberal and, and hippie fied, 
brain damaged. Would wear would wear the Indian headdresses as part of the dre- sexy dress up. Looks the dress good. up. Yeah, were they nice. trying to do like the village people or something? I guess it was a throwback to the village people. I don't know, <laughs> it but was, it was it was okay. Nice. Nobody nobody said anything about it in 2008 when they were doing it. In mm-hmm. fact, some of the people that did it. Uh, were people that were pretty liberal and they were pretty uh, like uh, you know they G- were give me the give me a, a anyway this girl she puts this up in 2018 10 years uh, later and she gets just crucified on, now, who, so, who's, on social media who's ter- who's uh, uh, ripping a new one who, who are these people Everybody, a bunch of people, these people I don't know white I don't, people some white some I think that were actually probably Native American um, well, how about this how about how about we she had to put her Instagram to private because of all the well, then hate, all the people hate, that are they're hate complaining ma- hate mail she was getting all the nine white people that are complaining to her. How mm. about we do this? How about you stop appropriating my technology? You have no phone now. How about you? We take the car away because we invented the car. You don't have the fo- telephone anymore because the TV was invented by some Mexican dude. How about the internet? No internet for you because you're a, 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 a technologically right propagating my technology. You don't have you have you have smallpox? Now you got smallpox. We're gonna take that shit out of your arm. Okay. How stupid is that? Okay, well I, I think that, am I, making I think both I think there's it's some a little extreme, but I I'm, yeah. I'm actually with you on this one. Fucking Reed. bullshit, man. I, I what do you what do you I, think about you think about it, Jeff? Well honestly I this world is is become silly and overly PC. Yeah. And 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 I'm saying this as a guy who's more or less a left-leaning libertarian. Mm-hmm. I, I oh my gosh, it's terrible. You have the cat reads reads turning to a, a werewolf. <laughs> I mean, and you know, once again, there people should be able to say what they want to say. Mm-hmm. And people, if they do, if, if, it's if they stu- do, if, stupid, then, if, if they stay stupid, stupid, then there's consequences. Whatever, I mean, it's stupid. If, if, if just, you if you say something that is. Specifically racist. If you say okay, there's some, no such thing as racist. It's right in the term. All right. If you say so, that's, that's that? a different debate. Let's stick that's with this. Let's, stick, just, let's stick with this one. No, I want. I want to dive in. There's a lot to dive in just with this. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. It says somebody. You know. You know. You say some sort of derogatory term to an individual, or or specifically, you're saying because you're based on what one bad individual did. That whole group of people that is similar to this one person, they're all assholes. That is something that that's something that I don't tolerate. Well, it doesn't make sense, yeah. right? Because it's illogical for starters. And if you have, if you were gonna, you know, if I was gonna say that everybody, you know, in Reed's family is exactly like Reed, <laughs> then that's not <laughs> fucking true. No, not at all. And um, Actually, lucky know. for them, I, I don't know. That's kind of true. <laughs> They're all crazy. I mean. Yeah, in their own way, in their own unique way. I know, and that's just not fair. And so, when people say that, you know, they're talking out of their ass. All, all I, all I think is, is that number one, First Amendment is paramount, and we got a lot of people on the extreme left that that want to inhibit the way people talk to uh, to each other. Oh, like hate, hate speak, hate speak. Well, yeah, I mean, look, okay, let's let's go into that. Hate crimes. Mm. If someone murders a uh, homosexual black man who's a transvestite, okay, hate hate crime. And it's a hate crime. If someone murders, you know, Joe Schmo redneck, 
it's not a hate crime. And I was like, well, my mind is, if someone's murdering you... It's, yeah, it's all if hate. If someone's murdering you, yeah. they, I'm pretty sure they fucking hate you. Yeah, I mean, true. I mean, and so, Are in they, my mind... Yeah. you should, love. There, there, you shouldn't... <laughs> yeah. He did it. I love you. Love. Unless it's some weird... Well, it's some weird cult. If it's some weird cult and they're that messed up. I mean, so for me, there sh- it should not... Uh, if someone commits a crime, it should not be based on who the victim is. It should be based on the heinousness of the crime. Mm-hmm. So if you tie someone up and you murder them, whether they're black, white, Hispanic, heterosexual, homosexual, whatever, and you do something that's horrendously heinous, it should be based on how the crime was done rather than who it was done to. I agree with Does that, that make sense, Reed? Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. See, look, I told you, look, I'm, uh, there, uh, something across the aisle we can actually agree on. So the and the, and the uh, Instagram, the stylist. Oh, back to that. Okay. Her account is uh, Blonde Rehab. Is her is her business's name? So there were people calling to have like her business shut down and have her like, you know, oh find a way to close her business Just down. Haters, stop, man. stop using. But here's the thing: haters on the and the Indian headdress and all that stuff. Can we see um, a picture? I'm gonna, I, I'll try to pull it up, but it won't, I'll have to pull it up on my phone and show you because I won't let see me. that. Well, it came up a minute ago. Well, it came up, but you couldn't log into. It couldn't get into her. The oh, pictures because okay. I don't have it. Could be in. online somewhere else. No, Did, I, I hold on. I've please don't it. tell me that Suey Park tried to. In her business, do you Damn. know? Do you remember her? No, no, no. Suey no. Park, silly Park, Suey no. Suey Park. Suey Who's Suey Park? I've know that name. The, the world's scariest SJW you've ever seen in your life. Ugh. Yes. Okay. I don't know, I don't know who that is. <laughs> Here you go. I'll show you later. <gasps> Let me see, see. Okay, you can look at her pictures and scroll through. So, uh, wow, it looks good on her. Now, Reed would Reed would love this woman because after people started attacking her, she started to put up more pictures because she wanted to to like troll them. Mm-hmm. And she, she started too bad. She started putting out more pictures. Of it. It's just, it's not, it's, 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 it's a like, it's a costume. I mean, yeah, if, if we wear, if I wore a Chewbacca costume, but that here, looks, would I be culturally appropriating the the Wookies, Chewbacca race, the, the Wookie race? Well, yeah, I, I mean, we're would. talking. Okay, but let's look. Okay, is this <laughs> is this is this uh, have any relation? I mean, would you wear? Would you if someone was doing blackface? On Instagram, but that doesn't look Indian. It doesn't look entirely Indian to me. Like what I see is, no, is a it's typical not, Indian. Indian. Yeah. It doesn't. It's a little different. There's an Indian headdress, and there's like other this, stuff. This, too. Look, this yeah. is this looks like a mix. Yeah, I mean, mix, the yeah. leg things. It kind of reminds me of Shaka Zulu. Mm-hmm. The, the little the little things around her legs. She got in trouble for that. She got shit for that. People gave her shit over it. Jesus, man, a lot of people gave her shit people, over man. it. Now I know she she started after she started people getting hate on it. She started putting up more photos and saying "fuck you." Good, I'm going to show you. So she put up more photos of it. Don't ever back down. Never so that's back what down she did. These cowards. Anyway. So that's what she did. She started, uh, and then the, everybody that was giving her a hard time, she just started blocking them and deleting, good, good deleting, for her. That's what you have to do. Fuck it. But I, I don't know. I mean, the thing is, we have to be careful because the path we go down. It, if it starts with something like this, where are we in ten years, and what are we telling people they can't do in ten years from that- now? That's a the thing. Constitution tells us what we can and cannot do. Right. That's it. It's, it's a thing. There's no the f- thinking about it or debating yeah. anything. Yeah, it's called the First Amendment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and once again, nobody should be a dick to somebody else. I mean, you, you should be, you should attempt to be respectful. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can joke and troll. People. You can, I mean, and, and 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 people need to me not be so goddamn sensitive. Well, here's the oh, thing: Jesus if you can, you can, do, and you have the freedom. She she has a, it's a free country. She has the right to do what she's doing. People have the right to disagree with it, but 
then you just sure. don't follow don't follow her social media. You don't give her your money. That's how you decide that you're going to disagree with her. You don't have to like, I hate you. You're the worst ever. I want you to die. You know, Damn. you know, you don't have to do that. That's not necessary. She didn't do. She didn't commit a crime that was. No, she didn't. Worthy. Commit, she didn't do anything wrong. Worthy of that. I mean, you could disagree with her costume and for your own reasons. It could be sexier. She could have showed more skin. <laughs> that's your. That's your only offense. Yeah. I'm offended. Yeah. But my wee wee soft. I'm offended that there was there was too much clothes on. Too many clothes. <laughs> what? Halloween. <laughs> Here's another cold outside. Uh, oh, there's another photo. Let me see that. She's got more makeup on there. Wait, hold on. Is she? She's not white. She's like a. She mixed. Is she a white? She could, she could be mixed. I mean, I think uh, we don't know if she's white or Mexican or. Yeah, but she look she, at her, she, her. Her face looks Indian. The, the oblong. She might be part Indian. Yeah. What is, I mean, and and that's the thing. What but I think people. Looks cool. But a lot of the people like that, that were giving her that, hate. Let's let's assume let's she have was this white. woman take a DNA test, <laughs> and she finds out she's twelve percent Native American or something like that. Uh huh. Is that a, how about a, a, a one one thousandths? Like uh, what's her name? She has to take. <laughs> she has to take <laughs> off the Indian Pocahontas. You being harsh on Pocahontas? Pocahontas. <laughs> she could have been one sixth. She could one six thousand. No, no. She could have gone back six generation. That's uh, doesn't count. One, you gotta two, be one percent. If you're not one percent, one two hundred and fifty six. <laughs> I did the not, math. I did the math. If you're not one percent oh. of anything, you're none of that. You're none of it. Oh, by I'm twenty six percent Native American. So fucking tomahawk to your face. So man. By, by, by the way, you know, next time you're with a woman, you your, should tell your her, mom and dad. You got a little Indian in you. <laughs> well, now you do. Now you got a little Indian in you. Okay, now that's how dare you say a little. little? A little, yeah, a little. As as Jeff holds up his pinky <laughs> fingers. <laughs> oh boy! All right, so I'm part French too. How oh, much? Oh, oh. incredible! Fr- French. Bonhomme de neige. We're gonna do my. We'll, French, do, huh? we'll do my genealogy sometime, and then we can we can roll well, it. We can roll well, it out on the show. Let, let read gonna, it. Let read and I work on it. We'll get we'll get you going, man. You gotta yeah. come out part dog. <laughs> Licking the well, water like last time. Well, then we'll have licking, a, licking the water out of the toilet bowl. Well, then we'll have a mansipet on the show, and we'll have a, we'll do yeah. a little, <laughs> little tie-in with them. Uh, <laughs> if I turn out to be part dog, hey, I'm a little bit. Dog. Hey Jeff, if I friend you, will you accept my friendship on Facebook? <laughs> sure, Reed. <laughs> Are you guys cool? Are you guys cool again? Yeah. You never, I mean, I noticed maybe six months ago he unblocked me. Yeah, because I felt like you know what? that was really fucking stupid. It was a little bit extreme, wasn't it? To yeah. Block him. But I'm, I was too proud to. Hey, you want to be friends again? Come to come back, crawling back to him. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, "Hey, hey man, I mean, my name I think Jeff. the I think the first time I met you was maybe 2001. Dude. When was that? Yeah. Shit, that was back then. You were hanging out with Dan. Yeah. So yeah. you guys know each other from further, way further back. But then. I mean, we didn't hang out a ton. We right. Just, I just knew you, who you were. Your mutual connection to Dan. You both knew mm-hmm. you knowing Dan. Yeah, there was that connection. Yep. So at the la- I think Jeff Painter came on my show with Judson Davenport. We were probably mm. were what was our tenth show? No, that was second and third episode. Oh, was it? Yeah, yeah. It, was, it was ninth or tenth. Ninth or tenth. Okay, oh, it was man. up against the tenth episode, and then we had did a special tribute to. We we're talking about Dan Murphy, mm-hmm. our friend yeah. Dan Murphy, who actually his business. Card I see it. Yeah, I was looking at that. Is up there. I don't know if you can see it from your angle, Jeff. <laughs> I can see it. Yeah. I've got his business card up there. <laughs> One of his, his acting. <laughs> Business cards, <laughs> acting business cards. I Look keep it awesome. up there as that, so you can have a little Dan in the room. But um, I should have that blown up. I could just do a wall. You like should. Oh, no. You know what, man? 
If I, can figure out, if I can figure out a way to take a picture of it, I got a I got a painting at my house. I actually still need to send it to his brother. Uh-huh. But it's a picture of Dan. But it's the Star Trek uniforms. Uh-huh. Oh no! And it's awesome. he's he's got the Captain Kirk shirt on, and yeah. somebody painted. But he's standing next to Spock. Yeah. And it's so it's just like it looks like the you know something you see on a magazine cover, yeah. oh, wow. but they just the the artist just superimposed Dan's head even with the you know the Kirk Captain Kirk haircut. Uh, it's it's a, it's an absolute scream. You'd wow. love that. That's that's hilarious. That's <laughs> oh, hilarious. I gotta see that. That'd be nice. That's hilarious. So this this is our th- now we're third anniversary, eighty fourth episode. We're still nice. here. Still You're not in jail it. yet. That's good. We haven't gotten thrown in jail yet. That's good. We haven't gotten banned from iTunes. Mm. Surprisingly. Mm. Um, Soon it, to come. Soon to come. Well, they haven't, they haven't started banning people on iTunes yet. You, you know what we should have done? We could have had like a WWF thing, like kind of an homage to Dan. Uh-huh. <laughs> just have a wrestle fest between me. And I think we should still do it. I mean, even, even though you guys patched up, right here, right now. I think we should find a, a topic to get you all mad at each other again, and then we can just go. It'd be like in wrestling. Okay. Where okay. They, that's where they, why I wanted to bring up racism. My thing, like, like a, a we've discussed this on the show before. Do we have to ra- get into this again? Racism doesn't exist. Wow. Well, and I'm going to convince you that racism actually is okay. And this is how I'm going to convince oh, you. Oh boy, I can't wait to hear. Here's this. where the wrestling match comes into play that you were you were, okay. you were touting. Woo! You. <laughs> it's like in wrestling, just like in the WWF, they would patch things up, and then next next week they'd be enemies again because they somebody got into a misunderstanding. <laughs> well, or, Hulk, or Hulk's mis- going to become a bad. Hulk Hogan's going to become a, a bad guy. Reed like Reed's about to right now with whatever his all, statement statement is. All <laughs> he's humans, about to make. All humans. His swastik. His, his come from Africa. Peace sign changed to a swastik. Yes. No, no the swastika is actually a reverted, uh, an inverted symbol of luck from India. So get that right. That's true. Yeah, I know that. Yeah, I've heard and that. It's supposed to represent a black sun, too. Mm-hmm. Now, that is true. It's true. all humans come from Africa. Mm-hmm. True. When Africans left Africa, yeah. they, did, they bumped uglies with Neanderthals. So when you find a dead body, mm-hmm. here, anywhere in the, in the state or anywhere in the country, mm-hmm. there are three things they look for when they see a skeleton. They want to see if it's Caucasoid, Negroid, or Mongoloid. Okay? That's the first thing they look for. What race, right? Mm-hmm. Then they decide what, what sex it is. Mm-hmm. Now, Africans, Negroids that came out of Africa, when they mingled with Neanderthals, they changed. Mm-hmm. They turned into Caucasoids. Those are the Europeans now. When they continued to go on... Wait, they, what was that word? Caucasoids? Caucasoids. From the I, I, had, I got tested for that one time down at the clinic. <laughs> <laughs> then they moved into Asia and they mixed with they mixed with the Denisovans, mm-hmm. and those became the Mongoloids. And that's so when we see humans; they're Asian, black, or white. Now Indian is kind of a kind of a mix there, but they're still kind of mixed with with Neanderthals and with uh, Denisovans, right? Those are the, those are the three main races you see in the world. So is the point is that we've all we're, we're all, all one big fucking family. I, I one big gigantic well, I gigantic. Agree. I agree with that. Okay, so but it doesn't stop the so fact that racism. Doesn't racism exist. is the wrong term. The I, actual term that is true is ethnicism. No, no. The, the real term is familyism. You're a familyist mm-hmm. because you're all part of the same fucking dysfunctional family. Mm-hmm. And if you're part of the same big gigantic dysfunctional family. Do you love everyone in your family? Is there one member in your family you don't like? Mm-hmm. Fucking liar. 
There's at least one <laughs> member in your family you fucking despise. There's some we don't trust. Right. Like, there's a couple we right. don't trust. Yeah. And you're oh, a fan. Yeah. You're and now when this, let's gonna happen. Let's boom that up bigger to seven billion people. You're a familyist. Because it doesn't matter. You, even you, you see, call now the modern term is racist. No, you're a fucking familyist. They're still part of your family, but it's okay to hate them. Well, that's to, a, that's what I'm trying to say. It's okay to hate certain people because they're still part of your family, even though you hate them. You gotta fucking come to the realization they're still part of your fucking family. But what about lynching? Like that's extremely fucking hate. Hate I mean, familyist. That, there, that's that's some pretty extreme. I, I've never liked the term racism either because I'm it's as, wrong as being as being a, a genealogical nut since I was about eight. Mm-hmm. You, one thing I learned from my grandmother many, many, many decades ago mm-hmm. is that she said basically anybody in the Western world can be no more than fifteenth cousins, and That's so true. I and yeah. I it's probably not true now. I, it's probably not true now. It's probably a little bit more than that because we're talking forty years ago and there's seven billion people. She said fifteen, fifteenth cousins. Yeah, from Jamestown. Yeah. Well, I mean, if we're talking fifteenth cousins, that's seventeen generations, and you go back that far, seventeen generations back, then you're not related to at least one person of. Those I can go back million. ten to Delaware. No, I can too. Yeah, I can too. Okay, so I had people. Yeah, I had I had ancestors that were on the Mayflower. Wow. So, yeah, two actually, three. Holy shit! Yeah, I have a bit of a going farther than that. So, fifteen generations. That's. Yeah, and, 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 and you know that simply by the math, mm-hmm. because there's only a finite number of people. Right, and then were that in the North America, where they, they go back to, back to Europe. Yeah. Right, and so the situation is, is we're related to everybody. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so, in my mind, we're not a race. No. Everyone is part of the human race. Everyone is he. Everyone is a human. Well, when they say not, not race, every, not every, yeah, not everyone acts. You, I mean, it's just an yeah. improper term. They just need it's to an up, improper term. They just need to come up with another term because because this this well ra- I mean, the, wait 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 the, the, wait, the media plays okay okay racism yeah. is the wrong term. Uh, national being a nationalist or nationalism whatever the na- nationality that's wrong too. Mm-hmm. It's really gigantic fucking families, and these giant families have mixed and crossed each other over the four hundred thousand years. So it's well, one giant gap. I don't disagree. Family. I don't disagree with that. Yeah. But we we get we have so much control. The media has so much control over. Fuck the media, man. What people, fuck the MSM. Fuck them. What people fuck think them. or people say or people believe, and we're we get so brainwashed. And the majority of people get so brainwashed. They into want you that. to divide. Is what it is. Well, I'm telling you, I'm not trying to divide you by saying that racism is the wrong word. No, I mean, I'm I, telling you, it's okay to hate because they're, you're part of your fucking family. Yeah, but we, you get you go. I'm saying you have to get when, past your when, fucking head. Wouldn't we be better to try to see how can we find a solution? To where that we don't hate. Stop listening to the fucking news. That's where you start right there. Well, I and it, and it, again, I'm kind of with Reed on this, even though I'm more left than Reed. Mm-hmm. That's some, yeah, it's kind of weird because you know I made a conscious decision to to stop watching the regular nightly news. Fuck mm-hmm. that, man. Because yeah. well, let's be honest, let's go back to what Bill Hicks you said. Have you ever watched CNN for like 20 hours? <laughs> yeah, and he says, yeah, you. It's like death. Hell, <laughs> depression, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. AIDS, and and so and you have that situation, and it's it's really depressing. Mm-hmm. And you so, but then, but then you shit, open, man. then you open the window and you look outside. The sun is shining, the birds are chirping, the squirrels are running in the yard, and it's like you know, I don't what? see anybody dying. You know what? The <laughs> the world 
Yeah, there's places in the world that are fucked up, but right yeah. now... Yeah, there's other we, places you go, you see people dying. Yeah, <laughs> but right outside. now in my front yard, it's pretty goddamn nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And maybe we need to start thinking about the things that we have in common rather than the division. Well, that's, because yeah, the that's, truth, a, that's the a big tru- problem, yeah. yeah. The truth is, is that the media is always wanting to suck people in, and I'm saying left and right. There is no guilt-free party here. Is there some that are worse than others? Yes. Because they try to guilt you into believing one way or the other and that there's only it's all it's a black and white issue. There's just one There's way. no there's, such thing as black and white. It's all fucking shades of gray, man. This yeah. MSM shit is what's poisoning these the, the human you population. You MSNBC? Mass, new, no, mass mi- mi- mainstream, mainstream media. Mainstream media. Mainstream media. Okay, that shit, that. that cancer is what's spreading this cancer, mm-hmm. and everyone's getting brainwashed by this shit. Believing Left and it. right. Mm-hmm. You got to fucking stay away from Get Stop. I, that's why I don't know why I do. I go to work. I eat lunch. I eat breakfast, whatever. Mm-hmm. I come home. I do genealogy because it's fucking, to me, it's relaxing. Mm-hmm. I look at a history. I read about mm-hmm. fucking history. I learn about the English Civil War. I learn about history of the United States. Jamestown discovery, rediscovery, yeah. and amazing videos. Mm-hmm. Uh, Spike Lee learning what he did in, in World War II. Mm-hmm. Holy shit, it's amazing. Mm-hmm. Way more time spent. I could have I could have been cleaning my house, but no. Mm-hmm. The time better spent to listen to the fucking uh, MSM. Because I, I do some, I do something similar to that. I mean, I go, I go work, I eat, and then I, I come home, but then I masturbate, I jack off. <laughs> but then, excuse me, while I whip this out. <laughs> but then, after all that's done, and I, and I, and I clean, up, I clean up the mess. I, uh. I read, it's, I can, cons- I consume information about uh, pop culture. From from different decades, so you have a little bit of poison. I got I got to well, get that poison. Well, no, I, I like, got to get that I shit like, in my system. Like you like history, I like the history of pop culture. So I like I fucking re- hate movie stars. I like the fucking re- hate pop well, culture. Like, like, <laughs> and uh, yet you're on the show. <laughs> I know, all because you suckers me in here all the time. <laughs> well, like the other day, I got in a whole ABBA trip, so I, I was reading mm. everything there was to know about ABBA. That's and, interesting. And there and what happened after they broke up? And where, where are they from? Where they were? They were Sweden. Sweden. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Where IKEA and. Vikings, yep. And Uh, the the record high rapes from the Muslims they led in their country. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Okay. So, uh, (laughs) Jesus, can we get into some some shit all over? Let's get into some light, fluffy (laughs) pop culture. Okay, this is our anniversary (laughs) show, so we're here. We're here to celebrate, not you know, not spread cancer. Exactly. (laughs) So, I thought we were curing cancer. Oh shit! It's our third anniversary show. We gotta celebrate. Wow. Man, these guys were synchronized. The tennis shoes and everything. They're dancing. They were synchronized. Look at them. Well, they're lip synchronized, probably <laughs> at the moment too. There's a good oh, instrumental what, band, though, weren't they? Yeah, Cold, it was Cold like game? what? Twenty-seven guys in their band. They were a whole full brass section. Dude, I'd, yeah. I would listen to this all the time as a kid. I love Cool in the Gang. Yeah, yeah. They were. I mean, did you like the Cool in the Gang, Jeff? Yeah, yeah. They were pretty good. Joanna, they? come on, man, that's mm. a good song. Joanna, what's the other one? There's another love band. Love you. Not, not me singing it though. But Cool in the Gang singing it is yeah. pretty good. Uh, there's another another band that, I, that reminds me of. Well, there's there's uh, Wind the Commodores, and Earth, Earth, Wind, Wind and Fire, Fire that mm-hmm. sings September. 
And uh, there's another one. Damn it! I can't, I can't Shining Star. Well, Great see, song. well, Cool and the Gang. They kind of started off as more of a funk, like more of an instrumental driven band. There's a band. white guy. Was there a white guy? Song? And then, and then, and then later, there's Casey there. and the Sunshine Band. That's it. That's the one. Oh yeah, make That's a little love. Yeah. Get down tonight. Yeah. Get fuck down. Yeah. Tonight. He's put, still. Put that he's, one on. Put that one. He's still tours. He's, yeah, okay. that's it. I, I, I gotta pay. I gotta do a little Joanna first. You mentioned Joanna, so here it is. Fucking love that. It's like when I'm like like ten years old. You gotta go make a few right. <laughs> What's weird is Joanna's like sixty years old. They're oh, they're hit, yeah. they're hitting on this that's Reed's oh, talk. Oh yeah. Well they're hitting on they're hitting on this woman at this cafe, this diner, and she's like a grandma. Well maybe it's like an Oedipal complex song. It's Gilf's, like one of their mothers or something. Gilf's neat love too, man. Yeah, I'm fine with you. Yeah. I mean she's not a bad looking lady. I mean she's got she got some spunk. <laughs> Of course, by this time, cool. Some of the members of Cool in the Gang were probably 60, 60 years old by this time. They were starting to get up there already because they've been around a while. Well, maybe he's talking about his wife or something. I mean, they had made a resurgence because they had been big in the early seventies, and in the eighties, they made this resurgence with hmm. these power ballads type songs like Joanna. And... Yeah, but Celebration was was late seventies, right? Well, that kicked the doors kind of back open for them because they had that big record, I think, right? And yeah. then after that, then they did some Joanna and Cherish, and then they had some other really good dance songs. You ever listen to uh, uh, John Denver? I love John Denver. He's, you know I the know. I had his I have his greatest hit somewhere. Country Roads. Yeah. There's a there was a um a remix of like a uh cool techno beat to it. Holy oh, fuck. It's, <laughs> it's good. Yes. It's it good. Up, it okay. Well, it's I'll I'll, fi- I'll find yeah. it. I'll find it. I'll come back to it. Have you seen the one with the with the the mashup of the BGs and ACDC? Yes. That's oh. really really <laughs> good. <laughs> What was it? So what was it? Country roads. Just that... country roads. Yeah, and see if it'll pop up. No, no, no. Do... No, no, no. That's not it. That's trash. That's Euro trash. Okay. Put it. Uh, okay. Country roads in. Okay, remix, we'll, we'll look around for because I got to edit out a big gap of time when I'm trying to find that, and <laughs> okay. then it ends up taking forever. So I'll, I'll keep looking throughout. Okay. So this is our 84th show. It's also our third anniversary, and so I thought since it was the 84th show, we could talk about some movies and pop culture from 1984. Whoa, were you from, guys like seven back then? I was the like year, 13. Year 84. <laughs> I wasn't born yet. What? Uh, <laughs> yes, he was. Are you fucking... Wait. Because <laughs> <laughs> I was born in, in 89, but... Bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. I'm born in 80. That's right. Yeah, I was only four years old. <laughs> yeah. So, but I, I read a lot about it online. Like I told you, I read a lot about pop culture, so I read everything there was to know about about 1984. Okay, so these that's were the cool. these were some films from 84. See, that's Wikipedia is fucking awesome. You know, there's some things. Are, look at that! Holy crap! The top ten films: Splash was number ten, mm-hmm. Star Trek Three: The Search for Spock, Romancing the Stone. That was one of my favorites. Footloose, The First Police Academy, I believe. Funny. Yeah, uh, The Karate Kid. Wow, and The Karate Kid wow. is only number five on that that's list. Holy crap! It's wow. behind Gremlins. Gremlins. Gremlins yeah. gross more than Karate Kid. Gremlins yeah, is number it's four. It's a kids movie, of course. It's gonna because it's got the merchandising. Uh, I feel good because I've seen every every single one of those. The characters, the Gremlins themselves, are going to be a big catch. Indiana Jones: The Temple of Doom, which is the follow up to Raiders of Lost Ark. Come mm. your heart, Indy. <laughs> that was that was a big one. Uh, yeah, short round. There was there was short round. Short round. Yeah, that would be culturally inappropriate now, wouldn't it? Well, <laughs> why? Because the name? Short round? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, just a little in this PC world. 
fuck this piece. Well, I had I had pit, I had pitched <laughs> uh, I had made a YouTube video. I pitched the idea for the Indiana Jones Five oh, yeah, that they yeah. bring back his character. But I would say by now, him as an adult, he wouldn't be using the nickname. Short he's rounds. actually working in film, he, didn't you? He's say still that? in yeah. film industry. He's a he's a um, he helps with uh, stunt work yeah. and fight scenes in movies. And he actually worked on one of the X Men movies. Damn. The, the actor that played Short Round, right, right. Uh, but he's still around. He does conventions and and. Uh, oh, you know the main star of a police academy? That white dude, that Jewish guy. Uh, you talk about the old dude, the no, chief, no, 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 the, no, no, the, the captain, no, the young guy, G.W. Bailey. Yeah, well, that's what I was going to say. He's that's, from, he, that's one of one of one of my uh, former instructors at from, Southwest Texas Day. Yeah, holy, he was. Crap. A, I met him before, and he was an instructor of drama. Yeah, in the drama department. Oh, yeah. Is he still wow. there? I don't think he's still there. Yeah, he see. and he and Larry Hovis were Mahoma. Mahoney, that oh. character. No, go. I'm sorry. Go yeah, ahead. Mahoney. Yeah, and I was like, "What are you talking about?" Oh no, Larry Hovis was was Sergeant Carter on um, Hogan's Heroes. Yes, and he also did a lot of stuff with Mash as far as production stuff because mm-hmm. he was a writer. But um, he was funny as hell. Mm-hmm. And having those guys on campus actually, and this is another. So he thing. was there too. He was one he was, of your yeah. He was there. instructors. Yeah, he he wasn't there as much. He mostly kind of hung out in the bag and says, "No, no, you want to do that," mm-hmm. but. But GW was around all the time. In fact, he used to go up to the Chinese restaurant where Dan Murphy worked, and and Dan, Dan would Dan would give him give him shit all the time. Give him shit, wouldn't he? <laughs> so this was the guy that and, and wow. Matt. Did you ever watch Smash? Yeah, he was okay. Rizzo on Smash. So he was the guy that worked the junkyard. There was a weird guy that run the from, ju- was, run the he, junkyard. He was from. He said he was from Louisiana. He's like, well, I think I'm tired, and he would you know I'm gonna go fall asleep under a jeep because he's a mechanic. Shit, I can't remember that. I know the guy wearing a dress. I know, like, that's Klinger. That's Klinger, yeah. Chunk. But he's he was from uh, GW was from Port Arthur, Texas. Oh shit! And he he actually was buds with Janis Joplin in high school, as I understand it. That's what he told oh, me. Oh, he. Excuse me. That's GW right there. There he is. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Or less. Nothing. I don't want nothing. That's right. Sir. Now staff sergeant. Just thought I'd say. Hello. So he was an t- instructor wow. over at Texas, Texas State, Southwest Texas State. Yeah, say it right, man. Yeah, gotta and do it old school. <laughs> he was that a, Texas State shit doesn't fly with me. Uh-huh. He was, yeah, so he was over. Name. He was over there when they were there at school, yeah. wow. teaching in the drama department. Yeah. So I meet him myself at the Star Bar downtown, probably yeah, about on thirty fifth. On- about ten years ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I, I, you see him. It's like he's there. He is standing in the middle of the bar, and I go up and I introduce myself, talk to him, and he's a very nice guy. Yeah, he is a nice guy. And he gave me acting advice at the time, that was still acting, still oh. out, out pounding the pavement. He said, he, "Don't." You know, what he told me, "Take it in the ass." He, he said, said don't, "Don't worry about it." No, that's exactly what. Kind of what he said, not in the same words, <laughs> but he kind of said, "They are going to give you. They're going to fuck with you. They're going to give you hell. Wow. They're going to give you all kinds of shit. Just be ready for it." And don't let it get to you. It's just part of it. Just mm-hmm. deal with it and just go on your about your what you're doing. That's what he told me. Wow. Yeah. As very matter of fact, he was looking straight in the eye, gave me eye contact, and he was looking right there. Now Dan, I had some different interactions with him. Yeah, he told me once. <laughs> his he, his interactions were a little different. Yeah, he told me once that there's some stuff going on with North Korea and South Korea. This is way back in the early '90s. 
And he says, you know, since you guys did the thing in, in Russia, maybe you guys need to do like a police academy in Korea. Or maybe, you know, I actually said they need to do a, 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 he was, a yeah. another thing. A, a MASH, like, another MASH another, reboot. Like a MASH reboot, like MASH the Next Generation, but it's in North Korea and they're all political prisoners. <laughs> <laughs> and and, and, and GW doesn't, doesn't yes. think it's that funny. And you could revise, yes, and you could revise the, you know, your Rizzo character, you know, it would be a smash. And, of course, Dan's kidding. He's just saying all this shit yeah, off the just, cuff. Yeah, just saying some fun. And, Dan's humor. What? What's he saying? What's oh, he he said that he said initially that at first he thought that Dan was just you know being a whack job, and so the steam well he was, was he was joking he was joking but the steam was coming out of GW's ears. He's like, all right, all right, I mean enough of this. Yeah, and he keep on. He kept going. Yeah, you know Dan. He, he just keep going. See, was, he was the original troll. He was. Yeah, he was the original. Troll. He was the original troll. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he he was. But he, but he, he knew exactly what he was doing, man. <laughs> Especially with P Funk. God damn, he would totally fuck with P Funk all the time, just fucking with him all the time. Oh, I could tell oh, you, man. I could, yeah, I, I remember he that. he got under, he knew how to get under his yeah, skin. He just did, do. Well, John, we were, there was five of us leaving a movie theater one time. Dan and Dan's brother Jay, who's also deceased, and um, John was trying to tell everybody that he was six feet tall. And like, what nobody knows that you're, that's listening to this is Dan was only five foot nine, and John is shorter than Dan. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not six foot. The I'm only person five, that yeah, the only I'm person five, the only person that's six foot in, in that in that group of five of us might have been JD mm-hmm. or his brother or Dan's brother Jay was was just a shy, shade under six feet, and you know he's like, well, I'm six foot, and Dan's like, oh really? Kind of standing over and looking down. And like, I'm, <laughs> No, it's it's just like five you, nine. It's like you, you if we read your IMD proposal it, you, and you said you're six foot, they would cross it out and you'd say you were five seven. <laughs> well, and John got really mad and tried to like lunge after Dan, and Dan just kind of grabbed him and put him in a headlock. Holy crap! And yeah, that's fucking hilarious. Yeah, and you know Dan's just messing around. John John just like lost his shit. <laughs> Yeah, anyway, oh, wow. probably edit that out. <laughs> no, leave that in. No, we'll leave that Juicy. in. <laughs> Juicy. 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 Now, here's some other, uh, now, these are movies that didn't even make the top 10. Wow. The Natural with Robert Redford. Great movie. Mm. Great movie. Didn't even make the top 10 in 1984. Conan the Destroyer. Oh, yes. The Last Starfighter. Just like my... That's a, I like that one. I Con- love The Last Starfighter. Didn't even make the top 10 that year. Top yeah, I remember it. Now, people have told me they've considered 2018 actually be a weak year in movies. Weak year in films, like uh, for mm. overall, uh, but this particularly, I think there's a lot of strong. There was a lot of strong offerings in 1984 for films. Well, just because now, let's be honest. Yeah, that is red. It did come out in '84, but just because it, they made a shitload of movies, didn't mean it was all that great a movie. You, you now, let's be honest. Mm-hmm. I liked Splash. Splash was not that great of a movie, but it did have one of the funniest lines that I have ever seen in my mm-hmm. life. Mm-hmm. There's a scene where Tom Hanks is walking across the beach. And he's trying to find, you know, uh, Daryl Hannah's character. Yeah. And because she had run off down the beach and he's still in his his monkey suit. And there's um, Harold Ramis who's acting as the scientist. And he's got Mm -hmm. these two goons that are carrying shit because they're, he's trying to find this mermaid. Mm Mm-hmm. And he says, what are you doing, sir? Do you think you can help me? I'm I'm lost. And he says, well, I'm just here with the moron twins. And one (laughs) of the guys looks up and says, we're not really twins. (laughs) (laughs) In fact, 
I bet you could find that clip because it's hilarious as shit. <laughs> we'll, we'll check and see. So that that well, you know, but here's the thing with Splash. And, you know, it's not the greatest movie ever made, but that movie, the significance of that movie is that it launched Tom Hanks kind of the next level. Yeah, as an A-list movie actor, yeah. Daryl Hannah, and then as a result, you get well, it gave us Daryl Hannah too, which was actually is pretty pretty cool, pretty mm-hmm. awesome. Daryl Hannah's not She's too bad, hot, yeah, not hot. too bad to look at back then, but. And not still not too bad to look at, honestly. But she looks good now. Too. Yeah, she's she's a nice milf, but or gilf <laughs> at gilf, this point. Yeah. But anyway, the the thing is with um, it, it launches Tom Hanks to the next level because before that he was boozing. I think he went from boozing buddies to he pro- had done that one bachelor party movie. Yeah, and that was yeah. kind of a that was kind of a in betweener there. But then Splash is what really for that leading man. That was that was him. This seemed to kind of push him to the next. Well, level. It was always comedy, comedy, comedy. This is a comedy too. It wasn't until he really broke the mark when he went drama. He yeah, it was well, well. That's when he yeah. went to the, like the Oscar mm-hmm. nominations. Yeah, because I mean, let's be honest. Bachelor Party was a teenage jackoff movie. Yeah, that's all it was. Yeah, you know, you get to see Tommy Catane's boobs and yay, yay for the world. <laughs> Smack it. Eh. Pretty, it's a pretty good yay. But no, then you get uh, Ron Howard. Right. That's another thing you get from Splash. Director. And John Candy. Yeah. John, yeah. Who, after that, John Candy is becomes a huge, big deal. Literally Plane. a huge, big deal. Yeah, literally huge. Planes, trains, and automobiles. Oh, man. Yeah. Uncle Buck. Uncle Buck. Jeez, I put that was, yeah, that was my one of my favorites, too. Yeah, I and mean, there's, there's that, goes, that guy, goes Mahomie, Mahomo, from. Police Academy. Police Academy. Yeah, that actor. Yeah, I heard uh, a couple weeks back, years ago, he ran down Central Park, the uh, just with a shirt on, no uh-huh. underwear, just a shirt on, just you, a shirt. You talking Balls. about the, with the tall black guy? No, 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 the white dude, the white dude, Mahomo, Mahomi. The <laughs> Police Academy. Police Academy. Yeah, the character. Oh my goodness. Yeah, he he uh, was he high or something? No, they uh, TN, TMZ caught him down. Caught him. You, you like, mean they didn't have they didn't have Stephen do the TMZ spot? <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> Should have. <laughs> he was just running jogging with no underwear, no shorts, just a shirt. Oh mercy! <laughs> yeah, I was like, what the hell? Here's from Splash, 1984. Excuse me. <laughs> Morning. That's Eugene Levy. Sorry. Uh, I was dropped off on the wrong side of the beach, and I was wondering if you could take me over to the island. Well, uh, we're not... We're not going. We're just... We're taking the boat. We're going... We're not going out there. Well, what? Uh, have you seen anyone else along this beach? No, just me and the moron twins. We're not twins. <laughs> <laughs> that, was good. <laughs> that, that holds up really well. I mean, it had some. There was some good. <laughs> I think it was a fun. Holy it was a fun shit. comedy. It was a fun comedy mm. that year. Though I mean, it was huge for comedy because you got Beverly Hills Cop and Ghostbusters that finished one and two. For Wait, those two. are the most gross movies. Oh, I see what you're saying. There's no dramas on top. They're all comedies. That was an unusual year. But they said that was the first year, I think, oh. that had been the first year in several years that the top grossing film wasn't by a Lucas or Spielberg. Wow. That had been the first year, I think, in, in a, maybe a, so what was going a on? decade, was possibly. Going or maybe it was because they were working on something else and they didn't put out a movie. <laughs> yeah, probably. Well, I know. Well, they, no, they didn't put out a Grenada. movie. That, that was exactly why. Well, you had Spielberg uh, that did Tipple of Doom. Mm-hmm. And Lucas that collaborated on Temple Doom that made yeah. the top ten, yeah. but it wasn't the top grossing film of the year. 
Because because okay. Beverly Hills Cop and somebody by the name of Eddie Murphy that was a huge breakout star yeah. had the number one movie that year. Now that was a surprise when me and Reed were looking at the movies before we started recording. I was pretty surprised that it was Beverly Hills Cop that was number one that year yeah. and not Ghostbusters because I had thought for years that Ghostbusters had won that summer. But uh, well, so but the, Ghostbusters was kind of a family friendly film, yeah. whereas Beverly Hills Cop was a rated R movie. Adult, and, yeah, and, like a date, and, like a date night. It was, a, yeah, it was a date movie. Yeah. Well, it used to be. They used to say it was hard for R-rated movies to get number one spot. I'm kind of curious impossible. to see what was, yeah, what was going on in the real world where people wanted to escape to for all these comedies, right? Like '84, Grenada had just happened. '82, Reagan well, was president. So yeah, well, it was it was yeah. 1984. It, everybody was thinking uh, George Orwell. Was yeah, show that's and, what I, yeah, that came out. Yeah. That, yeah, it could have been some Orwell kind of effect on on maybe the way people wanted Depressed, to... Depressed, like, no, let's go cool, have a good time. Let's some play, escapism. Escapism, but, yeah. Like, I mean, I remember a lot of optimism in the early to mid-80s. In the, Reagan co- was, in the country. Reagan was president? That's why. Well, I mean, he was a... He was a... Um, well... He was a very... Uh, I guess he can ship those dirty commies. This. He was very good. He was very good on television. He played well, and people fed off of his charisma. Mm-hmm. It was the big role. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He he had a, a charismatic uh, aura about him, and people fed off of that. And I think that did did give some positivity around the country in a way. Mm-hmm. Oh, we've got, and we have. Uh, oh, that's our friend Judson Davenport oh, is calling Jeff's uh, Jeff's phone right now. Um, I did Judd and Judd was on with Jeff last time he came on the show. Mm-hmm. So yeah, but there was a, it was the time of Reagan. It was the Reagan years. Reagan was in office till what, 88, 88? for eight years. Yeah, well, from eighty t- to eighty. T- technically, till eighty until January the nineteenth or twentieth of 80, 1989. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So there was that going on. I mean, I think it was a perfect storm in terms of like it was. You had the Ghostbusters film that teamed up Bill Murray, Dan Aykroyd, yeah, big star, yeah, Harold Ramis. They had a great script. They had a great idea. And then Eddie Murphy, this huge breakout star coming out from Saturday Night Live. All of those guys from Saturday Night Live. Well, actually, you know, some from... Yeah. Exactly. Well, there was a time where that was the currency. If you wanted to get to be a com- comedy film actor, mm-hmm. you go on Saturday Night Live, about 80% of the time, you end up getting a movie career after Saturday Night Live. Now, that's not the case anymore, because there's been so many years and, and variety of cast. So much trash. That have come that have come through Saturday Night Live, but I was up up till about the point of like the Mike Myers, Dana Carvey years. Oh yeah, you could almost guarantee if you, about eighty percent of the time, if you got on Saturday Night Live for a couple of years, you, you could parlay that into a movie movie career. Now that's not the case anymore because there's a lot of people coming out of Saturday because it's just too many people have graduated from Saturday Night Live. Well, the, they, the market they, the market saturated. It's a transient. It's also a transient show because a lot of times you know. With the exception of Chevy Chase, Eddie Murphy was on several years. Joe Piscopo was on for several years. Well, Eddie Murphy uh, just had the one year. No, and sometimes people think he's been on. No, for, he was on there no, for several years. No, he was on there for three. Oh. He did three years. Eddie Murphy was three years. Yeah, maybe four. He only did three years, and boom, popped. But it was a very short window. He he popped real quick. Yeah, but he went. He, yeah, I don't need y'all. Well, Wait. he was already he already had the number one movie in the country while he was on Saturday Night Live. Right. Well, While he was, they overlapped. Yeah, I mean, but he, but he was also one of the youngest cast members uh-huh. they ever had. 19, 18 or nineteen. He was 19. Yeah, crazy, yeah. crazy. Yeah. Did you ever see the the poetry festival <laughs> film that they did? It was the like a pr- the prison poetry festival. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, yeah. yeah. Kill my that was lady. one of his, yeah. his. That was his very bits? first yeah. little wow. bit, and it was like a, it was it was set up like a, 
like a PBS Nova kind of thing, <laughs> and they would go on kill to my landlord. kill my kill landlord, my landlord. Yeah. dip into his window, break his <laughs> neck, then his house I start to wreck. Got no reason. What the heck? Kill my landlord. Kill my landlord. C I L L. My landlord dead. And he was the oh, one. There is. It's right here. Look at this. Tyrone Green is this year's winner. Tyrone Green. Dog is only on the summer night. Kill my landlord. Kill my landlord. What dog barking? <laughs> so he he C I L L is that what he said? Yeah. Yes, C I L L. My landlord dead. Kill. Do you remember the bit he did where he he wanted to skit in the, the 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 life of a white person and see what that would be like? And, I, and I he has, loved that skit. It he was has fantastic. someone make him up like a makeup, like a white person. He goes out and and tries to spend a day as a white person. It's Whoa. a it's a it, yeah. It's kind of a joke, and, and it's, he goes to a convenience store. That says, sounds like. A- Dave Chappelle didn't Dave Chappelle? Well, yeah, Dave this, Chappelle did the black, cl- the, oh, the white, yes. the white black Klansman. You know, yeah, <laughs> yeah. A lot of people talk about racial yeah. prejudice, and some people have gone so far as to say that there are actually two Americas, one black and one white. But talk is cheap, so I decided to Hispanics and Asians, myself, man. What the hell? First hand, they don't count. Yeah. They don't go underground right and actually experience America as a white man. Now this might have been when he was one of the ho- one of the times he was a host of the show, rather the than people yeah, because he was actually he hosted while he was a cast member. They had a situation. Um, they, it was, I, I read about this just the other day. I didn't there, know that. Yeah, there was a, at one point. I don't know if it was a cancellation at the last minute. Somebody was supposed to come on and host, no. and they just had Eddie host because Eddie was already such a big star that he could hand, they, they, well, they could carry the show. I still remember him being a host one time. And he says, "You ever notice that sometimes the musical guests on Saturday Night Live yes. really really suck?" I remember Damn. that. And it's like, "Well, not tonight." And that's <laughs> and it was Queen. Oh shit! Hell yeah! Queen played Saturday Night Live. Wow. Let's see, Eddie Murphy host while in cast while he was a cast member. I'm trying to see who he came and took over for. That was cast changes. Um, let's see. Of course, Eddie Murphy was on Saturday Night Live during the Ebersol years. It wasn't the Lauren Michaels yeah. Saturday Night Live. Oh, that's right. The president before? Lauren Michaels left the show to go off and do other projects. Yeah, he was doing money. stuff with NBC Sports, as I recall. He, le- he left to make money. So while he was gone, <laughs> yeah. while he was gone, Ebersol, who was with NBC Sports, went over to Saturday Night Live to take over produ- pro- producing. Right. And and uh, that's when Ed- those were the Eddie Murphy years. And then the problem is that it's kind of a shame they can't get Eddie Murphy like to work out. Like they've worked it out a little bit enough to where he's come back and done the anniversary show and, and been a part of the anniversary show, but they haven't worked it out enough to where he's come on and hosted 
and return to the show actually doing material on the show. Well, also, let's be honest, for a while he was kind of a pariah. He had that incident somewhere in California where he was trying to... I may be mixing that up with Howard Rollins, but... Didn't he have some incident with like a tran- trying to pick there was up a some, tranny? There or was something, something like that? yeah, a number of years ago, where he had yeah, got it was some incident. I don't think did he get arrested on that. I don't think he got arrested. I think he, it was one of these things, kind of like a TMZ thing. Yeah, it became a big kind of a like a tabloid and, and tabloid fodder for a while. So yeah. he was kind of a pariah for a while. Yeah, yeah, and then that sort of people have kind of forgotten and moved on from that, and kind of forgotten about it, and they've just sort of it's sort of like he didn't do the interviews for a long time. He didn't do the talk shows after that happened. He sort of laid low. He still would put out a movie, but he wouldn't do all the press for it, hmm. just so he wouldn't have to answer the question, <laughs> the, the awkward question. Yeah, didn't he? Didn't he put out a movie that got some decent critical acclaim recently? Was it like Mr. Church or something like that? He did. Uh, yeah, he did Mr. Church. And then before that, I think he did another drama. I think he did it was maybe Fences. So he's had a couple of... That was Denzel that did Fences. No, you're right. So I get this confused because you're Eddie, Mur- Eddie bastard. Murphy... No, Eddie Murphy... You're fucking racist. No, 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 no. This is the How thing. How dare you, sir? No, no. Eddie Murphy was supposed to do Fences years ago. I, that's where I got it mixed up. Mm-hmm. You shouldn't be? No, if you pull up, there's a clip somewhere on Arsenio mm-hmm. Hall where Eddie Murphy said, yeah, he says, are you ever going to do... Arsenio asked Eddie, are you ever going to do a drama? And he says, you know what? I got a script right now. It's called Fences, and we're, we're wanting to do that. Oh. So he said that years before Denzel came out with Fences, and that's why I get the two, because the interview still sticks in my mind. And then Mr. Church came out around the same time as Fences. That's why I got the yeah. two. Yeah, okay. That's why I got Eddie the two. Eddie never done a drama. He did. He did just the one we were talking about, Mr. Church. Church? Yeah. Church? That came out that about one. a year ago. It didn't do a huge box oh, office. Oh, just recently. Okay. Yeah, it was about a year or two ago. It wasn't a huge box office success, but it did get good critical acclaim. Yeah, because I don't. Uh, you never. Now there's I another movie. There's another movie serious. where he plays a singer, and he's got a smaller part, a supporting role in a movie where he plays a singer, and that's a drama film that came out maybe five years ago. I just don't see him like that. Yeah. yeah. So he's done a few. I mean, he's a good actor. I think he's completely capable of doing more drama. If Will Ferrell can do it, if Andy that was bad, Adam, I, I Adam, saw that. Oh my you, god! Everything must go. You didn't like that? I didn't. I saw it. I tried. Yeah. I, I know which one you're talking about. Well, I forgot the name of it. But Jim Carrey has done drama. He's also crazy. So. Adam, Adam Sandler has done Adam drama. Adam Sandler did Punch Drunk That's, Love. That was yeah. good. That was good. He's that gotten, was a strange movie, though. He's gotten a lot yeah. of claim for that. Yeah. Oh, speaking of strange movies, oh, we can talk about it later on. I guess. Oh, okay. Well, okay. No, so, there's two movies I saw recently. Um, Mother. Mm-hmm. That's oh, that's a weird movie. I, I didn't really like. Awesome. I didn't really care for Mother. Oh, because it's right over your head, buddy. No, it's, it's just, good shit. It's good. I liked. I liked that one a lot. Did you see Mother Jeff? No, I, I missed that. Did I, I recommend it. I wish I had missed it. Did anybody see? Uh, <laughs> Thank her, for it. What is it? Her, uh, hereditary. Yes. yes. Hereditary. I was about to say that. That's the movie I was t- going to say. Yes. That was holy the, shit. That it, it was okay. And then, awesome. Like the last twenty minutes was a little bit of a train wreck. Like, what the fuck happened? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's all. That's based on a real demon. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Ch- uh, you looked that one up. God, that's a good movie. I saw those two movies back to back, and I was like, this is fucking awesome. Yeah, Heredit- Hereditary? Hereditary? Or her- heredity or Hereditary? Heredity, I think. Ch- um, who is it? I was just talking to Kevin about this movie. This is it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, until you see the movie, you'll know what that what oh. that's about. Holy fuck. That, that was just fucking creepy, man. Good fucking horror movie. Yeah, really. Was, actually, yes. The, the only I remember Shit. being 
God, here I'm going to out myself. No, don't. You can't say anything about it because they're no, ruining No, no, I won't. Ru- yeah, I won't don't ruin it. I won't. It's no, good. but it, it, it's, it's a spine-tingling movie. Yeah, man. But yeah, I was, I was actually going through kind of a bad time then. And I don't think I see <laughs> that movie. Perfect and, time to and watch. And I had a... I'm, I am not a drinker. Everybody in this room knows this. And I had... I went to the bar there at the Alamo. Because, you know, I was just... I was having a bad couple of weeks. And... Mm. um. I had a drink and I can't remember what it was called. It's something like um, a dizzy maker or something shit. I don't know, but mm-hmm. it was very appropriately <laughs> named. It was the booziest drink I've ever had in my life. Um, it was only about that tall, and you know I don't have great tolerance, but I think I'm okay. But damn, if I'm just glad it was a two-hour movie because I would shit. not have been able to drive home after drive that shit. <laughs> it knocked me on my ass. Needed some time to. Yeah. I was just like, whoa. Mo- Mother and Hereditary is yeah, those are two good. Well, movies. I'll check out Hereditary. I had already good. seen the Mother. Okay, what? Why you didn't like about Mother? Uh, what did I? Li- what did I? Well, okay, what did you? What you just didn't get it? Was it too was it too artsy for you or something? No, like, I just don't think it was even good artsy. I think what it was. What the fuck is wrong with you? I think it was a waste of talent. Sorry, I didn't like I don't it. think you got it. I saw it with my wife. We both agreed that we were having a horrible time. Well, both of you had bad it. taste, tell you right now. Watching it. We, we didn't. <laughs> now, I do know people that love that film. It's I have talked to other people. Movie. I talked to our friend David Smith, who loves that film. Yeah. He, he liked it, too? He loves it. That's good. So... Yeah, it's it's a it's it was uh, biblical. You have to basically understand the Bible, or understand the stories. Yeah. That's a neat trick there. So, you like that? <laughs> I did a little flip with the coaster. So that in this year, let's do that again. <laughs> in the, with the thunder, thunder pop coaster, Jeff doing a nice little. We have to video that later. I'm going to get a video of that. Karate Kid comes out, and it's only number five on the list for the, that year for films. Oh. Now think about all these films. But what a classic for cheesy, bad 80s movie music. You're the best, the best. Yeah, oh, God. God. You know, that reminds me of that, that song, uh, Gillette, that, you know, the Gillette. It, yes. More than a man can get, that Gillette song. It does have somebody similar. Somebody turned it into a, into yeah, a song. There is some similarity. Gillette. There. If you look it up later on, Gillette, and it's by... They uh, took the two songs and put them together? No, they made a Gillette song. It's a oh. fucking badass tune. It's someone that uses it as as his uh, theme. Using "You're the best" as a yeah as a Gillette. You're the Gillette, the uh, best a man can get. Okay, well, they turned it into a song. It's fucking good. It's a techno song. But like, you know what, funny. people? I, I, you guys probably know this, but a lot of people don't know that the same people that person that directed the original Rocky directed the Karate Kid. Yeah, Ooh. he uh, the first uh, the first. Th- Three Karate Kids. Uh, he directed all three. One, one through three. No, I did not know that. Av- Avelson. Richard. John Avelson. John Avelson, yeah. yeah. He was the uh, guy that came over from Rocky, and he did the uh, Karate Kid movies, which is why there's some similarities. In yeah, the, there in are. The form- yeah. In the formula, yeah. with the great music and the inspirational story of coming from, like, nowhere out of the blue and, and being, a loser to being, a hero. The, being the underdog yeah. yeah loser to a hero being the underdog it's a formula that still plays pretty well in theaters because this week as we talk the tonight actually the was it the seventh movie from the rocky universe from the rocky the creed, Balboa, the creed one creed 2 is is, is dropping tonight mm-hmm. and it was the most anticipated movie of this holiday season mm-hmm. is the creed 2 movie wow which is unbelievable. Would you have said if I told you? Nope. Ten years ago, there is going to be not one, not two, but three more Rocky movies. 
I would have said you're crazy. You would have thought it was crazy. He was yes. Like, he's like, I don't even believe that there would be one more. But we had one more. It came out, I think, in 2000. I think Rocky Balboa, was Rocky Balboa. came out in 2008 yeah. or nine. I want to say maybe in 2009. I think it was a little later than that. It was maybe 2010? Yeah. Uh, maybe. Not, and, then, and then Creed comes out two, three, two or three years ago, which was around 2016, I believe. Did you like it, Reed? I didn't uh, watch it. No. He hasn't seen I Creed. Do you like? Have you seen it? Have you seen these yeah, films? You yeah. seen the Rocky Balboa? I didn't see Rocky Balboa. Oh, I, I saw. That's too bad. That's too bad. It was but, really good. But Rocky Balboa is where he's retired and he's he fights a, he fights a guy because the guy is, is, a is, is a video game mm-hmm. and he gets a simulation of like what that. Rocky. Yeah. But Creed actually was okay. I mean, Creed, it, was for, it was formulaic, but it was a good movie. Yeah, I mean, it was unbelievable because it 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 got about Sylvester Stallone a nomination for best supporting actor. For, and, for for the portrayal of Rocky Balboa, and and I, I have to be honest with you, every time I watch that first Rocky movie, yeah, I mean, and I know that that movie got the Academy Award, but you know, Sylvester Stallone should have gotten some prop, more props for that because mm-hmm. yeah, no, he didn't get anything for that. He didn't get shit for that. I mean, <laughs> he got a statue. He, he he wrote he he wrote yeah the screenplay yeah. for the most part, right? Yeah, and they wanted another, another actor to play it. When he pitched it, they were like, "Well, well we want to get some. We want to get maybe De Niro or." somebody else to play it and he was like no he stood stood by the the fact that he wanted to do rocky he wanted to be rocky he but, said no this is me i'm rocky but that was that was actually it was a tremendous performance because you look at some of the other stuff that he did after that you know what it's uh but mm-hmm. <laughs> well like, what's the movie with dolly parton the singing where he plays she's teaching rhinestone him. cowboy rhinestone cowboy yeah god what a piece of shit movie <laughs> Well, he tried. You talk about doing how hard it is to do comedy. He tried comedy uh, multiple times. It just never, never really took he, off. He did one where he was like, a, it was like a twenties or thirties era kind of gangster type. Yeah, I know the one you're talking and, about. And I think they called him Spats or something mm-hmm. like that. Shit, I can't remember. Mm-hmm. And it was, it was kind of a takeoff of like a Romeo and Juliet kind of thing, but it was supposed to be a comedy. Yeah. With his daughter marrying the right guy or something. Mm-hmm. I can't remember. Not quite as bad as Rhinestone Cowboy. Jesus. No, that one movie was actually a B minus or a C plus. Yeah, it was it, a, it was a, it was decent. It wasn't a total piece of shit. It was watchable. Close Encounters are a third kind. I saw that recently. Holy well, shit, that's that's still a good movie. It still holds up. The only part I have a problem with that movie, mm-hmm. realize up to years, it's like watching Mummy Dearest. When you watch as a kid, oh, yeah. you watch it as an adult, you realize that fucking little spoiled brat. Right, you could, yeah. First, oh, what a horrible mother! No, no, no. The mother was right the whole time. Um, no more wire hangers for you. <laughs> Wait, do you got any wire hangers? Close Encounters are. Reed needs to get his ass beat with the wire hangers. Close Encounters are a third kind. Uh, uh, Dreyfus abandoned his family to get anally probed. That's all he cared about. It's a fascinating story, though. I mean, that's a fascinating story. It's maybe. like the Breaking Bad of alien movies. <laughs> maybe he'd rather go get anally probed by aliens, and then he abandoned his family. Yeah. He also dug up his backyard, made a giant volcano. In his that was that was too. actually kind of cool. You know, I think they could take the. Uh, That's um, the only problem I had with the movie. That's the only I, problem I had. That, like, wait but, a minute! Wait a minute! But I think they could they could flesh out that and, and develop that into a mod, like remake. No, I think they could no. remake Close Encounters. Shut your, don't you no. fucking say that? A series for streaming, okay, Mo- a, seri- a modern a, a modern ver- modern day version. And they could they could expand that storyline. I mean, don't don't you agree, Jeff? That could be expanded into a. Lo- he comes back and tells stories. I don't how think many, so. How many times he got anally probed? He's too yeah. narrow of a. Well, no, they would have more. They would have more with the guy. I think they would have more more development with the guy and the aliens and the probing. 
Still more, they, would, they would develop that more. It's really. <laughs> I think there's really, stories behind that. It's still that. A, it's to really, be told around that. It's a it, good movie. It's, I was really surprised to see it again. I was like, wow, this is actually not too bad. Also, Footloose in 1984 that gave us. Uh, Dancing. Hmm. Kevin Bacon. Kevin Bacon. And, and uh, Six Degrees of Kevin Bacon. <laughs> And you know Chris, who was in and the, and the, and the <laughs> recently deceased Chris Penn. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's right. Now, did you like the uh, the the song Footloose? Read no. You didn't like Footloose the song? Nope. Footloose. Don't kick give a off. fuck. Do you like the song Footloose, Jeff? <laughs> I think that Kenny Loggins kind of jumped the shark with that song. <sighs> yeah. That and Danger Zone on on Top Gun. Danger Zone. Yeah, God. Well, here's the thing. He's going to get to do a remake of Danger Zone for the new Top Gun movie. Oh, oh dear God. And now this is the strange thing about Top Gun sequel. And you know the Top Gun sequel's coming. Yeah, okay. I'd heard that, and I thought, you know, I don't know if there's going to be any more latent homosexual movies. Pourquoi? Pourquoi? Yes, exactly. Why? Why do it? Are we going to have Tim Robbins, you know, do his, be a six-foot-six In- pilot? Yeah, bleh. Well, the new Top Gun is going to be called Top Gun Maverick. And the only two original actors that are returning from the original Top Gun are <laughs> Val Kilmer and Tom Cruise. Well, how can Val, Val Kilmer Kilmer's like 500 pounds? No, Val Kilmer is like 90 no, pounds. No, Whoa, he, is that him right there? He had cancer. <gasps> oh, poor so guy. So he lost, he lost a bunch of weight. I thought he was fat as fuck. He was. He was, he was fat as fuck. But he got throat cancer. He oh, can't even poor talk. Guy. The dude can't even talk anymore. Which is why, I, why I'm curious how they're going to... P- Pull that off in, oh. in the new Top Gun. Whether he's going to be, uh, they're going to write that into the story. Oh, he had this cancer. Uh, he's been fighting. Three or four he's been years. fighting it for a while. Three Shit, or four I years. Did not know that. I saw. I saw a clip of him with his kids, and it was so depressing. Oh, poor guy. It was so depressing because you know his movie career is over. Because when he talks now, he sounds like. Um, his voice is not the same. He sound, his voice sounds like an animated, like a little animated rabbit. Like like a what you mean like a like a squeaky. Oh, poor guy. And he's not like talking through a voice box. It's not it wouldn't be as cool as that. Like the dude on He's whispering or something? No, it's it's not Oh, what the fuck? You know, it's real bubbly sounding. Which is why I'm curious how they're gonna put pull that off with him in, in Top Gun Two. Whether he's gonna they're gonna write that into the, the story that that his character got, has yeah. cancer, or are they gonna do some kind of CGI stuff to I say go real. I say go use his real voice. Just make that part of the story, write make it in, that, part of the that story. he's fighting cancer in the story? Yeah, there you go. It's it's possible. I mean, what angle How do you, what angle do you think they're going to go with but that? The radiation Man. the radiation uh, emitting from the radar from the, the airplane got him sick. Maybe it was uh, Maybe, Agent, yeah. Agent Orange. Agent Orange, there you go. Well, yeah. Was, no, a little, <laughs> little past. Yeah. yeah. See, see there he's real fat. Look, you just skipped it. He was wearing well, a he white was shirt. Well, he was in that MacGyver, the, the MacGruber movie, where he played the villain. <laughs> I didn't know that. I didn't, oh, I didn't man, the MacGruber movie is one of the most... Underrated, under the radar, the best comedy movies. Oh. If you watch the unrated version, I mean, it's right there with Tropic Thunder. Oh, but really? Hardly oh, anyone man. has ever, hardly anyone's seen it. Tropic Thunder. It bombed. Awesome. It bombed Wait, bad. Did, did you like that movie? Fuck yeah, I did. You, did you like it? Tropic Thunder. I love Tropic Thunder. It, Dan did too. I thought it was a total piece of shit. You didn't like it? I fucking hated that movie. <laughs> I thought what? I don't get. I mean, you didn't yeah, get, I mean. Okay, well, so you got was, you got an oh, you got a white guy playing an Australian guy, guy who's playing a playing a black guy. guy. I mean, okay, that's kind of funny, and and the business you never go full retarded. Yeah, never go full retard. <laughs> retard. And then and then the biz and then the business with um, Ben never Stiller doing his normal weirdness. 
And then you know Tom. Well, Tom Cruise, Cruise Tom at the Cruise end. With the, I with didn't the, realize that was him. Uh, with the with the fat fingers. Yeah, well, with the fat fingers and the bald. He plays. Man. Yeah, he. You know, they were going to do it one time. They were kicking around the idea of doing a spinoff movie with the Tom Cruise character from Tropic Thunder. That's a, a, a that's character silly. like a movie based off his character. No, that's silly. Yeah, he it, was it, only in. He was only on the screen. Well, for he, three minutes. Yeah, I mean, he pitched that idea to what's his name Stiller. Yeah, Stiller, and he said, "I got to play him, and I want." Fat hands, and he goes, "What? Yeah, I want to play him, and I want fat hands." Uh huh. He goes, oh, "Okay," and he fucking let him do it. <laughs> he let him do it. He got the part, and he was great. I mean, he yeah. was with all the makeup. You wouldn't have never even thought it was I Tom think Cruise. Approaching to like, "Hey, what do you think of the script?" And he goes, "Are he some? There was some kind of con- some, they knew yeah. each other. They met each other right. somewhere, and they had he had shown he goes, the script. Hey, uh, it's missing it? something, and he fucking said, "Bring this guy character, and I want to play him." And he goes, "Okay," and there you go. That's, that's how I got happened. him in. Yeah. Here's some photos from Top Gun 2 uh, filming. Now, Jennifer Connelly's... That's play. it there? Gen- this is the new Top Gun. Wow, it looks like the old. Wow. Yeah, I mean, well, I mean, Jennifer Connelly... motorcycle. Jennifer Connelly's going to play the, uh, the love interest in this film. So his, she, his love interest? His love interest. Connelly? Who's that? Who's that? that uh... she's, been, she's been around for a while. Labyrinth? She was, she was in... Uh, what was it? Labyrinth? Oh. Yeah, yeah she's she, a, she was she's a girl. A, she's a little girl in Labyrinth. She was in A Beautiful Mind. Beautiful Mind, oh. critically clean. Her work is, in Beautiful look Mind. Look at her. She's still gorgeous. She's, she's, I mean, she's not, uh, she's like 47. Is, she's like 80 she, or 70. She's looking, she looks great. Wasn't, wasn't she, she's gorgeous. Wasn't she the one she's that gorgeous. was in uh, Once Upon a Time <laughs> yes. in America as a little girl, yeah. like, like 12 or 13? She's like, been around yeah. a long time, like since the 80s, like as a, as a child actor. Wow. Did you see the four-hour version of that movie? Which one? Once Upon a Time in America with Robert De Niro and James Woods and it's a four hour. Good God, no! Cut of that film. Yeah, there's a four hour cut of that. Good God, that's a streaming series. That's like multiple (laughs) episodes of a streaming series. Any more pictures? I see any more pictures. They only had a few that they put out. Now here's what the weird thing about this film. This film was originally supposed to drop next summer. Mm. They've pushed it back to summer of 2020. It was going to come out in the summer of 2019. And they they want to wait for the re-election re- of Trump. That's why. <laughs> why would that have an impact on when they're going to put out Top Gun Two? I don't know. It's twenty twenty, bitch. <laughs> why would that have an impact? Maybe it's all, it's all maybe, about vision. Maybe it's because it's all about hindsight. Is twenty twenty? Yeah, that twi- vision, man. Uh, twenty twenty vision, bitch. Is Trump going to get reelected, Jeff? No. Yes. Who's Who's going to run against him? They're going to have Hillary, I, Hillary I, run again. I God, I hope not. <laughs> she hasn't ruled it out. She's still what she, a fucking she's loser. Ki- she's keeping the door open for a run again. What a no, loser! No, don't do it. God. Don't. If, if that happens again, we two times in a row that we get the two most hated candidates running for president again. And you know, yeah, I would say one. I would say loved. No, I would, I would definitely say, loved one. No, no. If you think if you love one and hate the other, then that's automatic. It's it it uh, yeah, whole, the whole thing was was based on fear. It's like vote for me because you don't want that guy, or vote for me because you don't want that. No, one. I voted because I wanted Trump as president. I, I didn't understand. vote. Oh. I didn't vote. <laughs> oh dear God! I didn't vote because I don't, I'm not going to vote. This, I'm going to vote for him because I don't like her. This is no. This would have been the perfect year to have a third party win. It's not going to happen. Man. Finally. Look, Trump is not a fucking Republican. He's a fucking Democrat. No. He's, he's, he's not a real Republican. He's he's his own party. 
He took you know, over wow. the Republican Party. Yeah, we're going to call this the, uh, what kind of party are we going to call this? The Trump Party. Well, I will say, I mean, I will say he's he's not as conservative as like a Ted Cruz. No, he's not. Now, his rhetoric is very polarizing. Yeah. but uh, He's a super troll. But if you look at, if you look at, at his, um, probably what he would oppose to Ted Cruz if he had been president, it's probably more conservative. Ted Cruz is a fucking scumbag Ted lawyer. Ted Cruz would have been a more conservative agenda. But he's a scumbag lawyer, though, and we all know that. And he looks like a grown version of a younger <laughs> version of Grandpa Munster. Yeah, yeah let's does. be honest. He's kind of a hybrid of Grandpa he, Munster he and Eddie Munster. Yeah, he is kind he's, of a hybrid. If they had like maybe they had another uh, a son, like a love child. Yeah. The, oh yeah, the grandfather and the and the grandchild. Twenty twenty yes. bitch. They, they had a love child. <laughs> They're waiting for twenty twenty. That's one. They're waiting for 2020 because of the re-election of Trump. Mm-hmm. And 2020 vision. No, is it because like Trump's going to start a stupid war with North Korea and they got to like throw it into the No, that's been, that's been taken care of. The CIA's <laughs> been thrown out. <laughs> what, the, what the studio's saying is... Now, the rumor... This is, this, this is the rumor that, that was spawned originally while they were pushing the film back. Tom, they said the rumor was Tom Cruise was trying to learn how to fly fighter planes. Oh, get the fighter planes here. Now, he's a pilot. Now, he he actually does fly. He knows how to fly. Well, he also knows how to hold on to a to a C one thirty. That's see this? fucking crazy. Did you see that shit in Mission I Impossible? Jumped out of those fucking things, and and his guy's like hanging on to one. He's like, ah, oh, that's not the, a good idea. He he held on to one as it was taking off. Well, he's got a death wish. Like he does some crazy stuff. And they did a stunt where he was on. He had rigged. Yeah. yeah. But he was jumping from one rooftop to another, and he missed. Yeah, almost, yeah. He broke his ankle. Yeah. Well, we had we had Gary Kent here on the show, who's a was oh, a yeah, Hollywood yeah. stuntman. That's right, yeah. And he was Jack Nicholson's stuntman back when Jack Nicholson was doing the spaghetti westerns and all these B movies. He oh. was doing uh, the stunt work for Jack Nicholson. Some people say that the new uh, uh, Quentin Tarantino film that's about a Hollywood stuntman is really about is actually about Gary Kent. Wow. So if you look up Google Gary Kent and Google uh, Quentin Tarantino's new movie, mm. you'll see a lot of crossover. But anyway, Gary Kent, I asked him about the actors like Tom Cruise that do the stunt work. And stuntmen do not love actors doing their own stunt work. Because what happens is is that puts trained stuntmen sometimes at risk when a, a non-full-time stunt person is doing stunt work on the same set that they're doing stunt work. They could get other, ones, other people hurt. It could yeah. get other people hurt, a potential. It's a little bit of a hazard. So they don't love it. They don't love it when, and plus it also takes work away. It's like yeah, it's like it's like staying in your lane. Yeah, take Disney's it. coming out with those new robot bodies. You seen that, right? No, these robot bodies that can actually simulate uh, a, a person tumbling. They that that shit. So the but, stunt, they're gonna put stuntmen completely out of work. No, no, no. I don't think it's gonna happen. Same thing like Jurassic Park. Like everyone thought, oh shit, the CGI is gonna replace stop motion. No, they just combined the two technologies all they did and so, use the best of both. Yeah. So they use stop motion. To control the computer, and that's how they, that's what they ended up doing. Mm-hmm. Oh, but hey, the stuntman can do it back to an actor. Yeah, you throw a stuntman, put him in a in a green suit, mm-hmm. and put the dots all over him, and mm-hmm. they just CGI somebody's face over him, and yeah. the actors are done. Just think about yeah. what they just think about what they did in uh, yeah. in Rogue One with mm-hmm. um, uh, Tarkin, like Princess Leia, Tarkin. Well, yeah. I'm oh no, Tarkin. About, Tarkin. What, who was what was the what was the the actor's name? Who played that played the original uh, Tarkin? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The British yeah. actor. I yeah, think. but they used his likeness. They were able to superimpose. But they had his a face. role actor there doing it. They had a different actor. Yeah, but the, I think they had to get permission from somebody. His estate. From his estate. His, his, yeah, yeah, his family. I I thought that was and they, actually and they gave him permission. Good. Yeah, yeah. I thought that was actually pretty good. It was pretty good. Now I think the one they did even a better job than that 
like the technology is just getting better and better was making Kurt Russell a younger version of himself in Guardians of the Galaxy 2. That was see that's the same thing as X Men with uh, Professor X and uh, Magneto, right? Yeah. Well, did you that's see? First time I did that. Did you see the the Elton John commercial that came out recently? No. Uh-uh. You talk about the Snickers? No, bar? no, oh, okay. no, no. It was an Elton John commercial about Christmas. You can just look it up. It's it just it just it's a dropped. brand. Oh, it's a brand new commercial. And it's a commercial about Snickers. No, it's he, he, <laughs> about Snickers. Snickers. Well, are we going to snicker about Elton John? <laughs> no, it's a, it's just Elton John Christmas commercial. And he's sitting there plinking on this old piano at the beginning of the commercial, and then there's, they start playing your song or some shit like that. Mm-hmm. And it it's like time is going backwards, and he's getting younger and younger oh. to where he's like a little boy getting the piano for I the first time. I think this is it here. No. Oh, this is just a news story about no, no. the commercial. Give it, give it going. No, it's, it's, a, it's a still image. It's a, it's a news story about the commercial. Yeah, they just put a new... Okay, let me see if I can well, find... Well, that's interesting. Yeah. This is, is him in concert. And, but anyway, they use that technology to show him as he, you know as, over the years. It's you not know. out yet? They announced the start of the holiday season. Oh, I fucking hate those videos. Yeah. I do too. Yeah. Robot language. <laughs> anyway, yeah. Okay, so they wow. did. They did. They made it. So they were able. And it looks pretty good. Right. It's so good that it's like they. they I don't know. It's it's very impressive. Well, they're getting so good with it. I don't know. That's why I didn't like that they did the solo film. Without, they should have just waited, and they could have made it with the likeness of Harrison Ford's younger self, if they'd waited a few more years, and they would have made a solo film that people I think would have liked better. Well, than okay. having a different actor play Han Solo. Well, we don't know why that failed. Well, there was, it's not the only reason it failed, but I think it would have done better had they had just used a younger version of Han. It like, would have been better if Crazy KK wasn't in that chair. Well, Wait. that's. He's talking about a Kathleen Kennedy, Crazy KK. Crazy uh, KK. All Cray, right. Cray Cray. Not, not a no. fan. KK. Not a fan. He's not a fan. Okay. I, I, know that, oh, I, I know that our friend Dan wouldn't have liked Last Jedi. I didn't like it either. We talked about that just the other day. Yeah. yeah. Don't like it. I know that I was not a... It, solo, I was okay. I like Solo. It was, yeah. I like Solo. I, it definitely I, missed... Like, damn it, this could have been so much better. That's what I thought. Well, it was closer than Last Jedi to being... It was actually... To me, it was better yeah. than Last Jedi. I thought oh, it was Solo... significantly better. Solo is better than Last Jedi. But... It's watchable. But Rogue One was good. That's good. I like that one. Rogue One just was a fine uh, little film. It was good. It was, yeah. it was just fine. It fits now, perfectly in... Work. It's better than the prequels. Oh, it's better than the prequels? It's and, better than Last Jedi. It's to me it, of of all of the Star Wars films that have been, it's probably number three or four. Yeah, I think it's deserving a top five. Yeah, I mean, I I don't know where I, I have to go back and remember where I rate it, but I put it pretty high. For I'm, me, it's easy: Empire, Star Wars, and then Rogue One for me, possibly, mm-hmm. and then Return of the Jedi, maybe tie for third. Mm-hmm. I go, I go. Uh, Empire Strikes Back is still the gold standard. They probably will never get that to nah, that that nah. level again. Maybe like the Game of Thrones guys, if they do the trilogy, it could be really that, good. Actually, I'm I like, get, I've been reading. I saw you uh, mention with uh, Johnny, yeah, Lightfoot about the comic books. The I ran across those on YouTube. I was like, oh, what's this? 
But Darth Vader tried to open up that portal. Yes. That was actually yes. pretty interesting. I was like, whoa, this got my attention. And I went back mm-hmm. and saw some bootleg images of it on the... On the this was the last episode. We were talking about the new, new books that are out yeah, with Darth Vader. Vader, where he's trying to bring Padme back to life using the Force. Yeah. yeah. And so when Johnny, when Johnny uh, was talking about how Chewbacca shot um, Kylo Ren in the stomach, yeah, that, that was fan art. That wasn't from a comic book. When he mentioned that... Right. That when he, I remember... I was, uh, so he... he yeah, you know, he. I, I saw it too. I saw mm-hmm. that. I was like, "Oh, that was actually that. That fits in what happened because mm-hmm. it. Uh, this was a fan who drew some fan art, mm-hmm. doing some flashbacks of Chewbacca playing with Solo when he was a baby, or right. uh, Kylo Ren when he was a baby, <laughs> and feeling so horrible. And he, she said, "I, I can't kill him, mm-hmm. so I must shoot him in the stomach." So he shot him in the stomach, or yeah. he shot him. You know, which makes sense. Yeah, it makes sense. It's it's very. But believable. when you watch the movie, they don't explain. It. It's like, well, how, we, how could you not? How could you fucking miss him? Right, you've been shooting like twenty, thirty fucking stormtroopers. He's a sniper. Right, he, he could so shoot from that far made away. sense. Yeah. but that was a uh, that wasn't from the comic books or any story mm-hmm. or anything. That, that was fan art that did that, mm-hmm. and that mm-hmm. that was a, a person, a fan like me, who was trying to make sense of this vomit that I saw on screen. It's like this doesn't make any sense to me. What's going on? Why do I feel fucking weird? This is fucking bullshit. Mm-hmm. This was somebody who who fucking took the time out to do that. And I was like, thank you for that because I needed a little bit of dose of medicine with that too. Mm-hmm. Take away the shit that I'm getting from this from this. SJW crap. Well, I go. I go a little different. I go Empire One. I go Return of the Jedi Two, because I liked Return of the Jedi. I don't like everything about Return of the Jedi, but I thought it was it was a good it was a good it was no, a good, it was good movie. Film. I go uh, New Hope Three, and this is going to surprise a lot of people. But I go Force Awakens Number Four. Oh. Yeah, and then I go Revenge of the Sith Number Five. It's the only prequel that I rate higher. That I rate high. You rate it higher than Rogue One? Then I go Rogue One behind Revenge of the Sith. That's uh, episode three? Revenge of the Sith was episode three. Yeah. I, I thought they finally, they finally started too. to make sense. It finally yeah. started to make sense to me, Revenge of the Sith. The first two, they crap, crap. And then Revenge All of the CGI. Sith, yeah. like, oh, wow. Okay, they're finally, they finally figured it out in Revenge of the Sith. It took them three films. They finally got... That's Lucas. He's, yeah, it took them fucking forever. The rumor said. was that Lucas didn't do this. He got Spielberg to... Secretly and privately direct that yeah, film. Yeah, because he mm-hmm. sucks as a director. He's definitely a good creator. Um, he's good, but he's shit as a director. They're acting so much better in Revision of the Sith. If you look at uh, Ewan oh, McGregor yeah. and even even Hayden Christensen, their acting is a lot better in the uh, in the Revenge of the Sith. I I swear that in Attack of the Clones or whatever is it Clone. Oh, number that was two? the worst of the three. I think two. that that one was even worse than the Phantom Menace, at least for me. Yeah, I do. I agree. <laughs> and, and, I think Phantom Menace was better than Attack of the Clones, and, or and less it, bad. I, they were both bad, but I mean, the thing that bugged me the most was just the stilted dialogue between Padme and and. This, it was written Anakin. by Anakin. It was written by a nerd who never got laid. That's what the I'm, that was the problem. It's like he can't write that dialogue. Yeah, he said, "Here, I'm going to float this apple over to you." Hey. He would have been better. I mean, well, I don't understand why he didn't get like someone like Carrie Fisher maybe to come in and help him edit the script and the dialogue. She fixed Star Wars for him. Yeah, she fixed New Star home. Wars for him. He could have called her up, and she would have been glad to come on the set and, and take the job of, of helping him with rewrites. Mm-hmm. And it would have been it would have been someone he was he was comfortable with because he was pretty good friends with Carrie Fisher. I just, I mean, unbelievably. Bad. Now, are you are you uh, prequels worse than Last Jedi or Last Jedi worse than prequels? No, the prequels are worse than 
Oh, versus Last Jedi? Yeah, versus oh, that I, film. They, they're kind of all... Kind of pretty much all clumped they, in. They all kind of clumped together. In a pile of shit. A, it, <laughs> I can't say it's Re- a, a complete pile of shit. No, there's some good things in all those films, good pieces. That's what makes it mm-hmm. so offensive, is that with like for me, <laughs> with Last... So no, with Last Jedi... They got. They had all the the uh, tools in the in the toolbox to make a great Star Wars film. But they and threw they, all the and they recycling pro- bin. They didn't properly. Yeah, they're use that. They had a very capable Mark Hamill of portraying a very believable still in 2018 Luke Skywalker. Mm-hmm. That was very entertaining and still very good. Luke, Mark Hamill is a much better actor in 2018 he's, than yeah. he was in 1977. He got, he got better. He, he's he's a great actor now. It's all those years of playing the Joker. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, it's it, that fucking roundhead, that fucking dumbass retarded roundhead. They had they up. had uh, in the Force Awakens. You have a very capable because that was the biggest question mark for me when they announced they were going to do a new Star Wars. Was, Number nine. You talking was, about? No, before they even made Force Awakens, during that time that Disney was on oh, number eight, okay, when it was announced, seven, when it was announced, yeah. Disney had purchased Lucas Star Wars. The biggest question mark for me was whether they were going to be able to rally the band back together and make them not seem uh, silly and ridiculous on screen. Was was Mark Hamill going to be able to get in shape and look believable still as a Jedi on screen? Oh, he had not yeah. been he had not yeah. been doing acting on screen in many years. Was Harrison Ford just going to look ridiculous at this point in time? As as Han Solo, so that was my biggest question mark was whether they were going to be able to pull up and that. And you know what? They knocked a home run. All those actors hit yeah. a home run. Every single grand slam. They were all very capable, but for them to not have put the proper director s- stories and organ- organizing organizing it properly, it should have had the same director for all three films, mm-hmm. the same screenwriters for all three films, and all three scripts should have been written. Back to back to back, so they connect to each other, and they're not just all like thinking it up as they go along. But no, you put a woman in charge, Craig, 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 KK, fucks no, it all up. No, I mean fucks there is, it all there is up. some very capable. It's not stay in the fucking kitchen. Not, now I agree. I agree that <laughs> Kathleen Kennedy is, is leadership. Come on, I agree that <laughs> Kathleen Kennedy's leadership is is is, is shit. Is, is is shit. But it's not the fact that she's a woman. No, it's the fact that she's a okay, woman. Okay. She fucked it up. No, we have the a, force is female. You want to go back to that shit again? We have a woman director that directed a movie called Wonder Woman. Fucking excellent movie. That was an excellent movie. Because that woman deserved what she what she her position because she earned it. Now what's the I'm trying to think of her name. Her name's the tip of my tongue, the director I, from I can't I can't She did an awesome job Wonder well, Woman. Well and she actually so she did an excellent job. The best of the newer D C films is the Wonder Woman film. By far. By far. Best it's, yeah. it's it out Good. it out it blows away. Uh, Justice League and and uh, and the Man of Steel and, and and World War One, you know, the set it during World War One was mm-hmm. pretty damn cool. It was I great, it was cool, yeah. very beautiful film, well done. I can't wait till Wonder Woman nineteen eighty four comes out. Nineteen eighty four, it's Wonder Woman nineteen eighty four that the new film mm-hmm. is going to be called. It's going to be set. Mm. It's going to be set in the year nineteen eighty four, and it's called Wonder Woman nineteen eighty four. So wow. it's going to be out. Uh, I think later in, in, in next year. Come, come. She's but, gonna look gorgeous. I think she would have been better than Kathleen Kennedy, the leadership at Lucasfilm, in, in leading that shit. Anybody would have been a better leader than that. True, fucking ro- true. I mean, true. But I, I mean, I mean, am I right or am I right on that about the yeah. cohesion? It's yeah, there was zero cohesion. Yeah, but you're, you're thinking logically. Mm-hmm. Well, remember, well, the three we're, of us could, got, could have gotten a room in 2012 and started to cook up something better. How do you? How do you? I think. How do you write a woman? We might have argued a lot about a few of the how ideas. But. Do you write a woman? How do you? How do you know how to? How what a woman thinks? Right. You take away. 
Oh no! Here it goes. Oh man! The logic. opinions of Reed Charles do you not always logic. reflect the opinions of the Thunderpop podcast. You take away or logic, guests. or it's guests. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And accountability. I need to start putting that disclaimer every time Reed comes. Boom! Up. You have a woman. That's how God made woman. I have a man here, but I'm going to take away logic. I'm going to take away reason. Now we it's, have. Now I have a. Woman. It's a one whole episode. Just a full. Non-stop like feed the reed for an entire <laughs> feed the reed two hours. You know, the rest of the world has a very, very healthy understanding of race, but we don't. Oh, I don't know if it's the rest of the world. There's some uh, there's healthy little, understanding. There's some haterade in other parts of the world that's pretty... Pretty, pretty real and pretty common. Yeah, and, and, and ask the good folks in Rwanda about the Hutus and the Tutsis. They understand. They exactly. They understand what happens, and we're ignorant to it. The whole thing. Fucking yes. Stupid. Nineteen eighty four. We had Van Halen. <laughs> go Van, back to the. <laughs> Van, let's go to Happy Time. Yeah, let's go to Happy Time. <laughs> Van Halen uh, album. Nineteen eighty four. In nineteen eighty four. Well, technically, mm-hmm. it came out in December of nineteen eighty three, but we won't. <laughs> oh. We won't quibble about that. They well, they wanted to get it out before the busy Christmas record buying season. Mm-hmm. That used to be a busy record buying season, Christmas. Yep. So a yep. lot of big albums they would drop them in early December. They yep. still do drop big downloads at the beginning of the Christmas. Wham! Pur- Purple Rain, nineteen eighty four. Great album. Purple a great, Rain. great album. Uh, Born in the USA, Bruce Springsteen, nineteen eighty four. Decent guy's, album. That guy's an idiot. Fo- Footloose, he's not. A, Footloose soundtrack. Uh, also, Shot A, beautiful singer. She she had an album that year. Uh, remember the woman? Remember the woman in red with Gene Wilder? Oh, yeah, I remember that movie. Now that was where he like gets a gets a hard on for this uh, this girl, this woman in mm-hmm. the red dress, the sexy woman in the red dress. And I remember seeing a Gene Wilder interview at when that movie was coming out. By the way, that was for me. That was like at that point in my life. That was the <laughs> that was the jack off. Um, <laughs> like when that when that tr- trailer when that would come on the trailer for that film. I mean, I'd go off and yeah, yeah. That was that trying did, to do the world record. What was the actress? Weird science actress that played the woman in red. Was that her? Um, Kelly? Is it Kelly LeBrock? Kelly LeBrock. Yeah. Yeah. She's she's what did it for me. Back back in, in like in the in the in nineteen eighty four. Did you have the poster on your wall with you know with the with the the jazzer size thong and the and the and the tights with the little. I had I had a friend who had the poster. I seen that had seen the poster. I was very I was yeah. I, it, <laughs> what, what about the Christy Brinkley poster with the with the boobies? I liked Christy Brinkley, but for me it was Kelly Brock though. That was the one. What's wrong with you? Now I'm fine with Christy Brinkley. But Kelly Brock, LeBrock that's what I've been trying to. That's what I've been asking every time I do a show. I was like, "What's wrong with you?" Man? <laughs> well, I also got to remember there's a there's a small age gap here because I was born in 1989, so yeah. I, I wasn't <laughs> horse shit. <laughs> <laughs> no, El, Elton, we're talking about Elton John. She, he had that uh, "Don't Go Break in My Heart," "Don't Go Break in My." That came out in '84. You like all this old shit, don't you? I like old shit because like you like the era that you weren't alive for, that you weren't around for. So you want to, you wish, you oh, wish, I was around for that. You Come wish you on. could have been a part of that. I wish I could have been. Around. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I was back a thousand years where they didn't have medicine, didn't have fucking running water, or fucking yeah. I, I would have loved to have been back then. And then no and, clean water, fucking and, no sanitation, and no social media, so you couldn't get on social media 
and, and troll people. He spread my wisdom. How would you have trolled people back then? You would have had to go like to a, to a wall. I just go to their house. And, and you would have had to like put your comments on the wall, like in grain, great and great. Chiseling as fast as I can. Chiseled into a wall. It would have been just like John Cleese playing the Frenchman in, in Monty Python, <laughs> Church mm-hmm. for the Holy Grail. I was like, yeah, I farted in your general direction. I farted in your, your mother's <laughs> exactly. elderberries. Oh. <laughs> or, just, or you just have a crusade. And yeah. on the way to That's go, how I was spread my, my and, trolling. Yeah, and the way down yeah. the... Uh, you rode right. around on a horse and like announced it from just chopping, the, the, the rooftops of chopping the buildings. Chopping non, non-Europeans heads off. To the hill. You would have gone up to the hill and mm-hmm. announced it from the hill. To, he was like, <laughs> I proclaim... <laughs> That there is no uh, rights for women. Women, <laughs> women should have no it's rights. No suffrage. Yeah, yes. something like that. Did you ever see that on the Man Show where they went out on the boardwalk in L.A. Maybe and uh, and uh, they had the him and the Man Show boy, and they were telling women to end women's suffrage, and they were signing the petition. Oh, <laughs> fucking idiots! They were fucking doing. <laughs> yeah. Oh my yes. god. Oh, that's so funny. You don't want women to suffer, do you? Well, you to sign this one. Sign it. <laughs> women's <laughs> suffrage. suffrage. Where do I sign? <laughs> well, that's what we talked. We talked about that last time. How certain people should ha- shouldn't have the right to vote because they fucking can't answer fucking normal questions that that uh, non citizens. Yeah, you believe take. people should take a test before they should be allowed only to. veterans should have the right to vote. Oh boy, done. You know, you know what that you know what, you know what that sounds like. It sounds like, like uh, nationalism. Starship Troopers. Yeah, yeah that's where, actually where they had to yeah. be. They had to be do some sort of military service, mm-hmm. or and of course, you know, what was, who was no, the guy? That, who was no the way. guy that wrote that back in the forties? See, the, the, okay, Heinlein. Yeah, that the first time that actually he's came fa- out, he was, he was a fascist. <laughs> the dude's a fascist, man. <laughs> the guy who wrote it, exactly. Yes. The, the, uh, the first time this actually came up in history was the the um, the English Civil War, because back then, then when Charles the First was king, and when Cromwell took over, read Charles the First. No, no, no. <laughs> when they, when they, the thing was back then, only nobles had vote or any any nobles had rights. But the, anyone who was a noble, you were shit. Mm-hmm. You didn't get anything. And so during Cromwell's reign, or during his reign, and after there was a period during his reign before he became leader, pretty much a. I forget what they called him. They called him Protector of the Commonwealth, Protector of the Commonwealth. Mm-hmm. So he. Uh, Soldiers came to him and said, "We don't have right to vote. We want right to vote." And and the thing was, they almost had they had it there. The veterans who fought in the battle for him, they were veterans. They deserve the right to vote. They wanted to vote for everybody. And so that that kind of changed. That was the first time ever that the people, even in the U.S. the colonies way later on too, that the first time they actually got the right to vote. Yeah, it used to be that you had to be male mm-hmm. and own land. Yeah, to vote. That was in the colonies. Hmm. Yeah, that's right. And it should have stayed that way. It should have stayed where it was landowners, and then eventually go to people who... Where did the veterans come in? Because veterans are nobodies, then you have that right. Because I, I it's, it'll never go back to this, but it should, the vote should only go to people that are landowners and are veterans. That's the only people it should go to, because they're the ones who fucking only understand what it takes to fucking... To maintain all that shit, what to sacrifice, to willing to, to go fucking die or probably kill for, for the country, and actually have a, a, a family to raise and stuff. All these other fucking losers that have they live in apartments and they're fucking students that are going to school that their frontal lobe hasn't fully developed. They don't fucking deserve the right to vote, man. Jeff, <laughs> I completely one hundred percent disagree with that for 
uh, a host of reasons, but... Then let the stupid masses vote, then. Well, fucking fuck it all up. Well, the, you know, some of those voted for our current president, too. Right? Yeah, veterans did. Well, what if you... Okay, what if we had, had gone to landowners and just veterans, which is what you're saying it should be, right? That's what it should be. Would we have had the same uh, president? No, we probably I, probably wouldn't have Trump. We probably have somebody else. Probably a, an ex-military person. Probably mm. he'd be yeah. totally fucked. He'd only have the. And then the thing is, the way the way the HOAs are run too, I think are perfect. Only one vote per household. Done. That's it. And so if you own land, and if you have like ten people working there, no, only one person gets to vote who lives there. You go buy a house and own property, then you have the right to vote. That's the way it yeah. should be because they're the ones that actually run. Do people live in apartments? Students? What the fuck do they know? What the fuck do students and, and, and apartment dwellers fucking know? They don't know anything about what the fucking real, what the world goes on. They can't even fucking own a real house. No, and it's just fucking, I just, this shit, it pisses me off. Jeff has officially blocked you on Facebook. I saw him with his phone <laughs> like, just now, and he's, he's blocked, blocked you. I'm, I'm blocking you too now. <laughs> because these morons don't even know who the first three presidents are, the people that are voting now. They don't even know who the 50th president is. I know this trick. They don't Do you know, who know? The, the 50th president? Do you know who the 50th president is? Well, we've already had the 50th president. No. Do you think George Washington was the first president? No. It was actually the uh, president of the Congress, the Continental Congress. Yeah. There was, but a, he was, there was, there was 10 or 11 of them before, mm-hmm. before he was elected president. Ooh, so there. No. Touche. Touche. But it was the United States. It was a rebellion still. It was, a, it was, a, it was the no, Commonwealth. No, no, no. We had no. Already, no, no. This no, is no, after no. 1781. No, 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 sir. Nope. First after president seven, was Washington. The first oh, Continental the first. Congress president crab doesn't count. Mm. Still under the British rule. No. This was post-British rule because... Mm. When, when was when was when was that's right yeah when was no during the, during the, the um, independence yes when was George when was George Washington elected president after the Revolutionary War yeah in 1788 four years after the war the war ended in 1781 oh more yeah more 81 okay I thought it was 83 you're right it was 1783 83 but, yeah so for like four or five years there was no fucking president. So these 13 people... There was these, no figurehead, but yeah. there was a president of the Congress. There was a president of the Congress. They actually controlled. They actually made... So they were trying to f- still figure out, like, well, how the fuck do we... What do we do? No, they were we, trying to make Washington king. That, that's, he didn't want that. Luckily... King, king George. Yeah, luckily he didn't want that. Mm-hmm. He, was, he, was, he was above that. That's thank right. God. Yeah. So that, that, was, that was a fucking blessing. We were really close to it. Mm-hmm. That was the, what we were, the, what they were trying to get away from. They had, yeah, they didn't mm-hmm. want to go with that. Yeah, they because they, to they have were a democratic republic. Yeah, if a, we republic. Could a, a republic. A republic. Yeah, and we are still a, re- a republic. A republic, not a fucking democracy. A republic. That's what people also fucking these people keep forgetting. They don't have no understanding. And the thing about the, the free speech thing, the, the, the freedom of speech. Jesus, fucking people don't know shit about that. They don't understand that we're the only country that has that. No other country in the fucking world has that. That's not a hundred percent true. Now, what other country has? I don't know. I don't know the rest of the. I don't give a shit about the rest of the world. But I don't. As far as I know, the U.S. is the only one that has it. U.K. The U.K. doesn't have freedom of speech. Well, what they view as freedom of speech. Oh well, fuck them. They don't understand what they were. Freedom of but speech then, is. if you go to Canada, which they is a- they have hate <laughs> speech. They have hate speech. Well, that's right. That's not freedom of speech. No. What they consider hate speech is freedom of speech. Here, there's that flip of the coaster again. He's getting frustrated. 
Yeah, that's, he's about to sling it at you. That, this no, this is actually it's it's a it's a two thing. It's if I can. Never mind. <laughs> well, it's come full circle. We we patched things up between these two guys, and now they're full at fully at odds again. We we've been able, been able to put them full. No, no, I'm I'm just no. We're having we're having a conversation. We're gonna do agree or disagree for those asses. What about uh, um? Well, we're after after oh, that, okay. we're into the show with the uh, a tri- your paying respects to Stanley. Mm-hmm. That's gonna be our thoughts and advice segment. Thunder Pop was not recorded in front of a studio or audience. And we're back. Are y'all ready for agree or disagree? No. No. For this 84th episode. <laughs> Fuck you. On our... Now I'm blocking Jeff, myself. <laughs> I'm blocking everybody. I'm blocking everybody on, on Facebook. I'm just unblocking. Yeah, I'm unblocking every motherfucker. Number one. Start over again. This is talking about Stan Lee. With the passing of Stan Lee, we're, now people are having to come terms, coming to terms with the fact that there will never again, they will never again see a cameo in another Marvel movie. Actually, that's not totally true. Because he filmed a cameo in four more films that have not yeah, run, run yet. I heard about that. Yeah. yeah. Good Lord. So he will still appear in four films before they run out of Stanley appearances. But now there has been a, a actual petition on the web that's been passed around that is pro- proposing the idea that they now have, in place of Stanley for these cameos in future Marvel films, have Deadpool do the cameos. And their idea is even is, is to even have Deadpool wearing a Stanley wig, sunglasses, and a fake mustache. Do you agree or disagree that this idea would be disrespectful, not funny, if they did this idea with, with Deadpool? I think it would be funny once, and it would depend on the film that they put it in. Mm-hmm. If they put it in a like a, an X Men movie, mm-hmm. then it would be funny. It would not be funny. No, then it would. Be it would fu- be funny. Then it, it would, would be fit. Funny. It would fit in the X Men. It would fit because it's the whole. There's the whole the joke between you, Jackman, and right the ongoing. And, yeah, and maybe he can do like the fake Wolverine claws or something just as a joke. <laughs> mm-hmm. and, it, and it doesn't even have to be during the movie. It could be in one of the after credit kind of things. You know, the tail end credits where they always have a in all those Marvel movies where everybody sits through eighteen hours of credits just so they can watch a two minute clip. Right, they could do it on something like that. That yeah, that would fit there. It would fit there. You know, there's a new Deadpool coming out. <laughs> that's a, uh, or it's basically a re-release of the new of the most recent Deadpool two, but it's going to have additional footage in it that wasn't in the original what? cut of the film. So they shot new scenes for Deadpool two for Deadpool two, and it's going to be re-released as Once Upon a Deadpool, and it's going to be actually all the proceeds from this. Release of so this re-release of the film mm-hmm. is going to some some charity, and it's actually got Fred Savage in it in some of the scenes they shot. Yeah, I saw and the that. whole idea is Deadpool kidnapped Fred Savage, and uh, it's going to be uh, it's it's a takeoff on uh, the uh, Once Upon a Time hmm. uh, with Deadpool. So anyway, that that's supposed to be coming out during Christmas, cool. during the Christmas season. Deadpool two, uh, Once Upon a uh, Once Upon a Deadpool, the official trailer. This is it right here. I didn't know they were doing this. Yeah. I, just, I saw the trailer. I, I didn't know what it was about. I was like, oh, what the hell is this? Yeah. 
I thought maybe it was like a fan film. There's gonna be like no, hit no. I thought Christmas. I thought that too. So there, Chris. There could be Christmas scenes. He's coming to theaters with his new sidekick, Fred. Oh, they have it like. Oh, hold. Oh my gosh, it's like. Uh, Why am I here? You're in a PG-13 version of Deadpool. <laughs> Through the prism of childlike innocence. I'm a grown and nobody man. does childlike innocence like you, Fred. Nobody. I need you almost as much as. Is this a kissing book? At all. Need me to untie you once we're done. <laughs> I like that. I love your working up. I'm sorry. Don't get too attached. Once upon a Deadpool. Kind of prefer Marvel movies. We are Marvel. Yeah, but you're, you know, Marvel licensed by Fox. It's like if the Beatles were produced by Nickelback. <laughs> That's good. It's music, but it sucks. <gasps> you were nicer as a kid. Rated PG-13. So he he shot like 15 minutes of new stuff with wow. Fred Savage. They edited it into this film to make it kind of like a sort of a holiday film now, and it's it's going to be the Deadpool two but with new footage, brand new sh- brand new stuff that they that's, filmed. That's kind of weird. That's weird. It is yeah, weird. I've never seen anything like that ever in my life. Now they they did this, and the thing is, they had the studio wanted to make it PG thirteen, and Ryan Reynolds was against it, but he only agreed to do it since it was going to be going proceeds were going to be going to this charity. They're they're putting the money towards. All right. So he agreed to do the PG thirteen version where it's cut to. Be they get rated R though. The... Well, this but this cut's going to be PG thirteen. But the originals. The originals were rated yeah. R. Yeah, yeah. Which he was always pushed for a rated R rating yeah. in Deadpool. So. But yeah, it is weird. It's weird because it's going to be the same film, but with they filmed new footage and they in it they entered it into the uh, the old film. You know, it's funny when you said it was going to be Fred Savage. I said, I wonder if they do a Princess Bride takeoff. That's yeah, and that's, that's exactly, exactly what it is. What they right, did. That's exactly what and it is. I was like, right. I think I'm just having a moment of deja vu here. You kind of had a psychic moment there. I did. That's really weird. I mean, I want to see it just because I want to see. I mean, hopefully they didn't show all the good parts. The now, new uh, the if, new stuff. If Fred Savage is going to be in it, is Dana, Danica McKellar going to be in this too? That's a good question. I don't know. Who's that? Dana? Come on! Didn't you watch Dana? the Wonder Years? What's wrong with that's you? That's that's his girlfriend in the Wonder <gasps> Years. Winnie. She's good looking. Have you seen her in recent years? No, no, I'm thinking somebody else. Some other girl. And she's a she's but, a punch her up, punch her up. Danica McKellar. Dana, oh. I don't know. She's a very pretty lady, and Danica. she's a math genius, man. McKellar. Yeah, she's a, she is a math genius. Like a PhD, and she's a math freaking superstar. She's ugly. What's wrong with you? Oh God, <laughs> are you 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 you're blind and look at her her flat face. Oh come on, <laughs> she's part Native American. Oh, she's hot. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Get it right. No, she's cute. Some of those pictures aren't so cute. I mean, there's a few of her. She's on the street, like hanging out, and she just. What are you trying to say, man? And she's going to the. She's going to the. I mean, she's hanging out on the street. Well, but she's going to the grocery store, and she's not dull. I mean, she look. I mean, she's just in her. When she's walking on the street in the evenings, how dare you? Okay, sir? That, this is all you need to see here. This oh, is all. Dear. All you need right here is this picture. Look. She's a beautiful woman, Reed. She's, she's a beautiful. She's pretty. Yeah. And I, I knew she's when still, she I, was. I would pass 12, her. I knew. Like, nah, she, no, I knew thanks. when she was twelve years old, she was going to be a beautiful woman. You just know. There she is. Uh, it's rare. Yeah. Well, that's all you need to see right there, Danica. I'd pass on that, yeah. And she's a math genius, like Jeff was saying. Don't care. Then that that doesn't raise the raise. You, his, nope. you know, I don't know why he's passing on her. I know why. Why? why? It's because she's smarter than Reed. Uh, <laughs> when he heard that she was a math genius, he's like, "Oh, women have to be dumber than me to be with me." Yeah, he wants dumb. He wants them to go. Wants to I'm go joking. dumb. Oh, no, joke, joke, joke. So we we agree if it's in the right 
context in the right film the idea. Anything could fit in a Deadpool film. You yeah, know what I'm saying? I mean, you like, could do you could do anything and in, it's gonna fit. Yeah. Yeah. In the X Men universe though, if they were gonna do a Stan Lee, Deadpool as Stan Lee, it might fit more in the X Men universe. Not in the middle of an Iron Man movie. No. Yeah. Number two. Hmm. We were talking about Creed earlier at Rocky. So Creed was an unexpected success in every aspect, being that, uh, that it was a second feature from a young director who had, it was just off of his success in an indie film. It's a revival of a franchise that was so sequeled out, it was repeatedly mocked in the fact that it was, uh, it was sequeled so much. So here's my question. Should there be a Creed 3? Agree or disagree? I, I don't think there should be a Creed 2. Sadly. You think so? Sadly. I think it'll get watched. It's getting good reviews. Well, I haven't seen any of that, to be honest. It's getting like a A minuses from people. It's not bad. That's if not it's bad. getting an A minus, that's... I mean, because the, the original Creed movie was was good. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was, was it spectacular? No. I mean, it depends on what you're holding it up against, yeah. Hold it against okay. Wendy. For, for a Rocky movie, it was really good. Oh, yeah. Is it yeah. better than Wendy? Wendy. That's a Nicolas Cage movie. Oh, I don't know. I've not seen Wendy. <laughs> Have you seen Wendy, Jeff? No. Okay, so we both... We, we, we Wendy's another good movie. Wendy's another good movie. Wait, is go it see. Like Wendy like a woman's name? Or? Yeah, It Wendy. was better than Last Jedi. Creed 2. Damn. I mean, Creed 1. I mean, am, I, am I going too far there? I think anything's better than... Creed. Creed's a better sequel than Last Jedi. Damn. Yeah, that's... Better than that's, Star Wars. That's a, that's a fair exception. They took the tools they had in the toolbox... And they made a better, better uh, uh, building or a better model. Yeah, they took what they had, the pieces they had, and they pieced it together, and they made it quite. Well, you said some fans actually approached them. That's pretty. That's pretty. Well, awesome. They were fan. They were fans. The actor yeah. and the director. He'd only done one indie film up to that point. They got a lot of critical acclaim and buzz. And he, so he had only done that one indie film, but he had an idea of, of doing For Creed, this, yeah. of doing pretty, a spinoff awesome. slash sequel. And they pitched it to Stallone, and he mm-hmm. he he went for it. And boom. Because he was done with Rocky at that point, he had not planned on doing anything past Rocky Balboa. So they had to court him about the idea of doing a Creed film. Same thing with Dolph Lundgren. Dolph Lundgren did not want to do any more Ivan Drago, and so <laughs> they he had thought that the, the the basically the arc of the story with Ivan Drago had been pretty much closed with Rocky Four, mm-hmm. and you know how he he went I up. I must break you. <laughs> he, I mean, he acknowledged Rocky. He said you. You know, fight. You did good. You know, at the end of the movie, he basically goes up and acknowledges. You know, that was a good fight or whatever. I respect him. He had respect for him. So for him to for for them to open that up again, he wasn't sure about it. Mm-hmm. So they had to court him to come back and do it. But he, you know what? What this is something Reed's gonna love. One of the reviews I read about the Creed two is it's the first Rocky film that they show the story more also of the villain. Uh-huh. And his backstory a little bit, and what makes him what, what drives him, what drives him, what put him in the in the position with with Drago, Ivan Drago and his son. Oh, what their their struggle is, yeah, and what brought them to where they are. And that's and, a shade of gray. Yeah. yeah, so they're trying to show that. So they said you'll actually watch this film this time around, and you'll have some people in the in the audience. That become uh, rooting dra- for communism. That become Drago fans. <laughs> That's great. Sure, sure, yeah. Rooting for communism. No, they'll have some people in the film that starts to relate because they see some of the back. Because socialism is the way to go. Yeah. <laughs> I see right through that shit. So man. that that to me was an interesting angle that they're going to do. That's the first Rocky film that they've ever done that. 
Maybe they should have done a background on Clubber Lang. That could be Creed uh, 3 is when he fights wow. Clubber Lang's son. That's probably... Great-grandson. His, or his, yeah, it'd be his great-son. Great-grandson. Yeah, but that's, that's what's real cool about these, these guys that, are, that were real fans. Mm-hmm. And they had some, some sway. Yeah. And so that's where you get some good shit. That's pretty good, good shit. Yeah. That's pretty good shit, shit. Now, they had uh, first movie ever. First time ever Mr. T said, I pity the fool, was in Rocky Three. That's where he first said that catchphrase. <laughs> And mm. now he's got it. He has it copywritten. He had it copywritten several years ago. That's silly. Copyrighted, not copywritten, but copyrighted. Yeah. Well, he doesn't suffer fools, you know. <laughs> but you, you, <laughs> yeah, he doesn't suffer. He he pities fools. He don't suffer fools. Let me hear you say I pity the fool. Come on, man. Do you know how many times I've been asked to say that? Well, no more. I'm through. I'm never gonna say those stupid words again. What you talking about, Willis? <laughs> what do you think, Reed? I don't give a shit about these fucking movies. You don't care about it either way. <laughs> oh, I'll power to them. I think it's great what they're doing, but I don't just, I don't, I'd rather watch cartoons than this shit. I don't care. No, but I, I'm not judging anybody who watches it. Number three. <laughs> With that, on that note, <laughs> as I have a, a person who doesn't give a shit about movies don't on a movie podcast. Give a shit. Above. <laughs> it's clear. At least you know he's honest. Shades yeah. of Grey. Yeah, he's honest. Shades of Grey. I haven't seen those films either. Okay, it's clear <laughs> <laughs> that the holiday special, the Star Wars holiday special from the 1970s... Oh, dear Lord. <laughs> ...was an ill-thought-out attempt to cash in on the franchise, okay? That oh. At the time, it was rapidly booming. The fan base was at, at its peak. And this movie comes out, and it was a big, it became a big... Joke. The Star Wars Christmas special. That's oh, what I'm God. talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So here's my question. That's worse than Fonzie jumping the shark. It really is. Yeah. Some people have gone as far as to say that the Star Wars Christmas special nearly killed the franchise before they even got to Empire Strikes Back. Oh, it's in between those two, isn't it? Yeah, because it comes out It before. was like in 79... Late seventy eight. Yeah, because what was happening is, is they didn't realize Star Wars is going to be as big a success as it was going to be. It was a surprise hit, so it comes out as this huge blockbuster hit. Obviously, they want to get another sequel, a sequel out, mm-hmm. but it's taken a while to to get the second film like ready. Three years. Yeah. <clears throat> it took a while, so they didn't want the uh, the the memory of Star Wars to die. So they were looking for something yeah. to kind of keep it going for toy sales. During the Christmas season, that was season. constant all the way through. Yeah. yeah, and they wanted to keep the keep it fresh in people's mind. The Star Wars, because at the time you didn't have the internet, so you couldn't push it yeah. on social media. You couldn't do like YouTube videos, like to, with. But I, Lucas was totally. Uh, where, how does what's the history of that? How did that get? Well, made? he doesn't direct it. Lucas, I know, but he he's totally against it though. He says it should be a, 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 obliterated from history. He, he claims that he uh, was it was contractual part of his contract. He was contractually obligated to sign off on it. I don't believe that shit at all. Now the actors really? claim they were contractually obligated to appear in it. So I don't, I don't know the behind story. Like, why was I, this made? Who made this? Why I, why wasn't Lucas fucking? <laughs> what, that should have been immediately vetoed because I mean yeah. it was the most harebrained horseshit I've ever. I I, I remember actually seeing Happy it Life live Day. on television. Yeah, as a kid, you saw and, it. I didn't see it. I oh, I it. watched it when it first aired too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, how? Old I mean, you? I wasn't. Wait. I mean, I wasn't born yet. You weren't born but, yet. But I, <laughs> <laughs> I watched it on. How many uh, times have you blown your? Cover I watched up? it on a VHS copy from I Love Video a couple of years ago. 
First, first oh, time. Oh, Lord have mercy. Hello Greedo had a... He actually talks about it, like every year he talks about it. Mm-hmm. He does a video on it and shit. It's yeah. fucking hilarious. But well, he's, he really... He watches it as part of religion. You know, that's what he, that's what he does now. Well, they don't... You can't... Because they, they would never allow it to be made on a... D, like a reissue or a re-release on DVD. Bootleg. They never put... So it's all bootleg copies mm-hmm. that, that people I, have. I've also it. seen there was something that they did like in Germany... Or Hungary, somewhere in Europe. <laughs> oh where, yeah, where they did like you know people that were dressed up like Han Solo. Yes, yeah, I know you talking about Chewbacca and it was, Turkey. Uh, Turkey, maybe it was Turkey or something. Or India, uh, India deal. They did a lot of shit like and that. It was horrible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really bad stuff. I, oh, <laughs> that's hilarious. Well, I mean, this is the question though. Mm-hmm. Would you all agree or disagree with the statement that this this no. this actual Christmas special? Nearly killed the Star Wars franchise even before we got Empire Strikes Back. Could, um, could it no. have? I don't, I don't no. think. Mm-mm. I don't think you know. Once again, you know, cable wasn't around yet. And the internet wasn't around yet. I don't. I don't. I think only a finite number of people saw the program because it was during. The I wonder what season. the ratings were up for it. Oh, it was probably horrible. Yeah, you think it was a low rated? Probably I not mean, even I, a top ten. No. Um. I mean, even though there were only a finite number of channels then. But when was when was the rating system? Um, yeah, the created? Nielsen ratings. It's been around since the seventy early seventies. Okay, so it was definitely around. I used time. to. I I would go every week to the new Sunday paper to follow the Nielsen ratings. Really? TV show? Oh yeah, I was obsessed with that kind of stuff. Wow. Yeah. Weird stuff. Weird stuff that Just I statistics, I, logistics. You like that kind of shit? Yeah, I was curious like, what yeah. what was ra- score like ratings. What was pushing yeah. the, uh, what, the needle? What do what, the public like? Because what you're looking at. Yeah, I was interested yeah. in that. It was. Interesting. But what else would I still find he, it interesting? What else would he have to is, do yeah. in Elgin? In, in the 70s? <laughs> is that too? Is I, well, I, hey, I read the other parts of the newspaper though. I just didn't read that section. Hey man, I'd read Damn, the, that's the, sun, cool. the Sunday newspaper. I'd read all from like junior high or like late part of. Uh, Mine was uh, Time Magazine, Newsweek, National Geographic. Mm-hmm. Those are the fucking my sources of the world. Mm-hmm. Was right there. No, Most I read. I read. Things, yeah. I read the newspaper, um, and I, the like the Austin paper is what we got. I'd read. Um, that's all you know. Old fashioned shit. Wow. I would read uh, Entertainment Weekly too. Well, when I was oh. a kid, relatively small town newspaper. They had a section inside the newspaper for another small adjacent town. It's called the Myersville News. <laughs> and it was news. This is not a joke. It was, it was only a weekly column, and it was like, Ethel Bundage got a new refrigerator. And <laughs> that, or wow. or they were, or there was going to be a family reunion. Oh, cool. And, and, you know, it was a story like that. It wasn't like, you know, there was a home invasion. or No doom and gloom. It was like, no, no doom it was gloom. real. It was just like... Hey, blah blah blah's kids yeah. are coming for Christmas, and that was in the freaking newspaper. That's cool. Yeah, too bad it's not like that now. It is too bad, actually. Yeah, it was. It, it was kind of like uh, maybe all those damn foreigners. What it is? Bring all those foreigners to this country. Just fucking ruined everything. <laughs> Seeing as how most of us <laughs> don't speak English no more. <laughs> Wait a minute! Is he speaking English? All now? them wacky, I know. wacky is it, is religions. He, that's the question. Okay, here's here's <laughs> you're asking about George Lucas and his role in the uh, Star Wars Christmas special. He had zero power. While outlining the original Star Wars and planning its potential sequels, Lucas imagined a film that was just about the Wookies and nothing else. After the original film success, it ca- its cast <laughs> yeah, just, just a film with that going back and forth. After the original film success, it ca- its cast 
made a few appearances on TV variety shows. I remember that. According to Charles Limpincott, uh, who was a lim- limping cock, Charles Limpincock. Leaking cock? What? Yeah. Le- leaking cock. Who was head of marketing of the Star Wars Corporation? CBS brought the idea of doing a TV special to him and Lucas. Although there is some internal dispute about the claim, mm. according to J.R. Rinsler, everybody agreed that a television special was a good idea. Mm. Lucas was busy moving his production company to a new location, which was not heavily involved in the special. Though Lucas is uncredited, it was his idea to build the narrative around the Chewbacca family. Oh, Lord. So CBS hired experienced variety show writers and producers. Writer Bruce Villanch was concerned about the decision to center the special on a species who grunt in a fictional language without subtitles. And he feared that that special would turn into one long episode of Lassie. Actually, it was much, Lassie's <laughs> much better than the Star Wars Christmas, but if it had been equal on the equal level of last it would have actually been much better. Yeah, so yeah, people of, who didn't know shit about it or right for it. Well, and what people don't know is that Lassie was the first transgender animal. <laughs> I mean, what? It's, its name is—it's <laughs> true. Its name is Lassie, right? That's a female name. It's a female name, but most of the the animals that played Lassie were male. There was more than one. Yes. Would yes. they die and they replace it? Or they would just move on to a different dog. And there mm. were some that were... I mean, that show was on for, for years. Like 20 years? Nah. There's no way one but dog there was that long. No. And they were almost exclusively male. Transvestite dog. True story. Transgender dog. Oh. Um, some weird dog, yeah. It wasn't dressed like a cat. <laughs> Interracial. <laughs> Now, one good thing that came out of the Star Wars Christmas special, it was the first appearance of Boba Fett. Yeah. He's in the cartoon that they show. They have a cartoon that's part of the special. Oh, yes. Happy Life Day. And the cartoon's the best part of the whole thing. The cartoon actually wasn't bad. It was the live-action stuff that was that was horrific. It, 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 was, it was bad on such a level that the Osmond show or the Brady Bunch um, or Sonny and Cher was better. As the variety shows is much better. Than oh, worlds apart better. Yeah, the Jessica Simpson, the Jessica Simpson and Nick Lachey variety show was. Was better. anybody punished for this? Did anybody, you know, severely... fired? Like lost their job? Yeah. I'm sure somebody had to lose their job over this. I'm surprised no one's done a, a documentary on it. I know point. exactly. Yeah, like the, this what, is another good one to be a good documentary. This would be a great documentary. Like the like the uh, was it on? What the, we talk about last time? Was it Star Trek the movie on the the Netflix documentary I watched? No, Chaos uh, on the Bridge. Is that Chaos a good on one? the Bridge? But we this talked is, about something else too that would have been a good one. Another one. Yeah, we were doing to, a TV show. We did on our last show. You did. We oh, talked about another one that would be a good doc. I can't remember what it was. Another. Oh, uh, Back to the Future. The Back to the Future, because there were so many things that happened, yeah. drama behind the scenes in the Back to the Future with the politics. That would be a good one. Crispin this, Glover being yeah. being uh, another actor being used as and they used his likeness, yeah. uh, the the mold that was worn by another actor, oh, to, yeah. so they could have use the character in, in Back to the Man, Future. I, I didn't too. know that till you till you fucking like showed me that. Like, yeah. Well, also, yeah, a lot it wasn't of Crispin Glover. That's I didn't right. know this also until oh. we researched for that show. Elizabeth Shue taking over the role of his girlfriend in, the, in Back yeah, to the Future too. Right, because different they, actor. Yeah. Because they got rid of... Um, the original actress. Her name was Jennifer Willis or something like that. Yeah. So I didn't realize... I, I That's mm-hmm. the thing I didn't know, that Elizabeth Shue took over. Who Elizabeth Shue from The Karate Kid 
takes over the role and plays the part. They, they use the, the same hairstyle and the same, same clothes. And it, you, it, I did never notice it. I watched the second film, had no idea it was a different actress playing his girlfriend. Wow. I did. You figured it. You knew it. At I knew the time. it immediately. It's like, where's where's the cuter chick? Uh, yeah, you kind of know. It's like, eh, okay, I'll, I buy it. Let's continue on. But it just didn't make a dig. It, it, didn't, make a it didn't move yeah. the needle uh, much it, for me. Yeah, I could still suspend disbelief when I was right. Right. When I think was, what it was. Did you know about the Crispin Glover though? No, that they had a different yeah. actor. Yeah, he looked weird, but, but they I also had him upside down because the, you know they said well, his they back shot, was yeah. out and he was hanging from a machine upside down with his little grease pit hair sticking out. <laughs> yeah, they did these weird angles. That's right. Yeah. It looked like the big boy haircut, yeah. uh-huh. you know, from the restaurant. They know. did trick uh, trick angles to try to treat, cheat it a little bit. And... Well, it's the same way they, they did with Brandon Lee after he died on set. They did a bunch of... Oh, yeah, yeah that's right. They did a... And, hey, let's be honest. The, when um, Heather O'Rourke from the Poltergeist movies died, when mm-hmm. they were yeah. filming Poltergeist 3... Yeah. And... Not only did they use her face with the, like a scary mask because they were just using creatures and other and stand-ins, mm-hmm. but they did the same thing with um, the old guy that that uh, that that played the preacher. Who I am still gonna say when Poltergeist Two, um, Reverend Kane, the guy mm-hmm. that played Reverend Kane, that is one of the scariest characters I've ever. Yeah, creepy. Come- yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was always wow. because I'm smart. <laughs> and you wow. know, he was dying from cancer when he filmed that. When he's filming so, it, and so they didn't really have to use a whole lot of makeup to make him look scary. Wow, hmm. this is some of the kind of stuff from behind the scenes, the things that you know you don't know about. You don't him. catch it later on, way yeah. later on. It's a way yeah. later on. And you're like, wow, some of the stuff that's going on behind the scenes. See, is that's way more, a, that's way just, more interesting. Yeah, that's as int- more interesting than the actual movie itself. The movie mm-hmm. itself, in mm-hmm. many cases, yeah. Not to mention that. One of the other characters had already been murdered. That was in the first Poltergeist movie. Well, like this whole the thing, older sister, which yeah. never gets mentioned again, ever. Wow. Well, you want to talk about something that's happening in real time? This Top Gun sequel. Mm-hmm. It, the rumor was the reason why it was pushed back a whole year was that because Tom Cruise wanted to insisted he wanted to learn how to fight uh, fly real fighter planes. That's fucking stupid. Now, if he had uh, now, what happened? They found out that it's actually he's not allowed to fly fighter planes. It's illegal. No uh, non-military personnel yeah. can drive a military vehicle. So, you can't do that. So they're claiming it was just a, a big rumor that was never in their intent mm-hmm. for him. To, but there was a rumor going on for a few days that he was going to be the first actor ever to fly a fighter plane in a movie. No. Which is not going to happen. It's not going to happen. Horse poo-poo. But now, you but now the, the reason the studio is saying they pushed reasons the, that, yeah. they, they say the reason they pushed the film back a year is that the studio said, we want to take a break because we're, we're uh, doing, we want to do extensive research into the uh, new technology the military is using because we want to get it right. We want to be accurate with the things the that we're... Yeah. What, that's what, the excuse. But it doesn't matter what it is. Yeah, that's yeah fine, it's, it's interesting, but that's the like the politics, the, mm-hmm. the stories behind the story. What's really, yeah, what's really What's really going on? You won't know until maybe... Shit, until, what I want to see is a documentary on Cray Cray KK when all this shit's over That's another good documentary. That is would be the, one I'd want to hear. The Disney taking over The time they gave Lucas the $4 billion... Now we got to make From it there, back. that's the start of the documentary. That's the start of a documentary. Yeah. yeah. Like, it was the same thing as that, People versus uh, George Lucas. I cited for George Lucas on that. Yeah, you actually cited with George Lucas. And you used to think, <coughs> yeah. and at one time you said... George Lucas is a piece of shit. He's a piece of shit. Yeah. But you turned and said, you know what? You know what? He, no. I was... I stand corrected. It's his right to do what he wants to do with the films. Yeah. But I don't he, like it. He created it. He birthed it. Yeah. It's his thing. He started Han it. Han Solo shot first. 
Yeah. Of course he shot first. Yeah. He definitely shot first in Solo. Did he? Well, yeah. He shot uh, Beckett. That's he right. Didn't, he didn't yeah. wait. See? Yeah, he didn't wait. He didn't do the... Mm-hmm. That yeah. stupid head, the, yeah. head, the head movement is fucking retarded. Like, what they the reconned that Yeah, because bit. we're going we're gonna to be able to move out of the way of a laser blast that gets there in yeah, a so millisecond. I, I've seen the videos that talk about that, how literally stupid that is. <laughs> it's like, this is retarded. This, you know what? It, you you know cannot what do that. Would have been really funny if somebody does a parody scene and they kind of like mash up, even though I didn't like the movie The Matrix. I mm-hmm. thought that sucked too. <laughs> I know. Um, you put The Matrix in with Han Solo and he's just doing that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. That, that, Sorry, what the hell, Captain what the hell? Tangent strikes again. Yeah, what the hell is that? What the hell movement is that? Some, yeah. some kind of karate. It's movement? like the Heisman Trophy uh, pose. Yeah, that's what it, it is. It looks a little bit like he's doing the Heisman. It's the Han Solo uh, trophy pose. Laser dodge. The, it's a laser dodge. Pew. It's a space age Heisman trophy. Miss me, bitch. Now, Stanley. Oh, okay. Reed would like to pay his respects to the great Stanley, the late, I, I the late think, great Stanley. Yeah, I didn't think I was going to do that. And that's for our thoughts and advice segment to close <laughs> the show. Reed's got a few words about Stanley. So, Stanley, everyone knows of Stanley. He was born Stanley Martin uh, Lieber. That's his first name, Stanley. Stanley mm-hmm. Martin Lieber, I think. Right, Martin's I think his middle name. Yeah, Lieber. Stanley mm-hmm. uh, Martin Lieber, and. He, uh, I think he was born in 1920, 1922. That would make sense. He 95 <laughs> years old. And he, uh, his parents were Romanian. Were both from Romania. So he's a first-generation American for mm-hmm. his family, right? Mm-hmm. Mother and father from Romania, Jewish. The 2.7 million Jews that left uh, Europe at that time came to America. So he's, you know, he's a refugee, right? I guess you know, mm-hmm. it's kind of cool. And... When the, the what well, the military part is what I was mostly focusing on, right? Mm-hmm. For him, like, you researched what, a little bit yeah. about his military background, and it was it didn't take that long. And you, I look what I did was basically go to YouTube. Is and he look a war up, vet? Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. World War Two. World War Two. Mm-hmm. Um, look up Stan, Stanley military service, and there'll be plenty of videos there. That he tells stories of what he did, oh, and they're actually pretty good stories. There are not, not that many of them though. Mm-hmm. Uh, two, does that influence his storytelling later? Does he use some of his experience from military in World War Two to? Develop Captain America. Captain America. Yeah, that's where the, that's where the most of you see the most. Well, of it, it was the behind the scenes because remember Captain America's character was used as a promotional vi- video, right? Yeah. That's what he did. Yeah, in World War Two, he literally that's what he did. He that wrote was his job. He he did a poster called. Um, it was a soldier had his had his hand like this, and he's like, "What? He, what was his, his slogan? It was." No VD for me today, or something like that. Mm-hmm. You can probably look. He did a, a VD <laughs> yeah. poster of the soldiers, so when they have sex with all these European women, right. to go get checked out, so you don't get VD. Yeah, and so be, it was a, it was a poster. Yeah, it's like no VD for me today, and is and it says like a little, you know, a little bubble. Him saying yeah. that, check going into the this doorway that has a green light. He was talking about that because uh-huh. they had these posters. They did millions of them. And they put them all over Europe, and they put them all in the states, and everything. Like, hey, when you and go, that was Stanley that came, Stanley, that came up yeah. with that. Yes, that he did. He did the posters, but they <laughs> also did. They also did VD movies. Yeah, and a friend of mine, his his grandfather. <laughs> yeah, I've seen some VD movies. Yeah, oh, a, a friend of mine, Dri- drippy dick one. Oh my yeah. god, no, 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 it scared not, the shit out of me. This was this was like, <laughs> don't go and. You know, into the house of ill repute. You know, this is like that mid, <laughs> the mid forties kind of stuff. And of yeah. course, they're trying to get the GIs not to, you know, get the, you know, the the drippy dick syndrome, right? Mm-hmm. 
And <laughs> so a buddy of mine's grandfather starred in a seri- series of those what? for the army. Yeah. Who lives here in Austin. He was that close to him? Holy shit. Well, he was not too far from there. Right. Because he's part of that signal. Well, he was part of the signal corps. Well, you, G- my buddy Dino. Wow. His his grandfather was, was a, uh, in the 30s, was a um, small bit part actor. He was in Grapes of Wrath. There's pictures of him with Judy Garland when they're, you know, but back in the studios would send him out on the dates with the, you know, the young ingenue actress with, you know, the potential future leading man kind of good looking guy. And that was his, that was his grandfather. Holy crap. Yeah. He had a hell of a life. (laughs) So he did, he did a movie with Errol Flynn about, you know, Robin, one of the Robin Hood movies. So he was actually for those VD movies, like for World he, War II. Yeah, wow. he, because he was That's in the military, crazy. they they had a bunch of Hollywood actors that were doing mm-hmm. VD flicks, and he did most of <laughs> he did most of those VD flicks. Yeah, yeah. It wasn't V for Victory, it was V for VD <laughs> for Neural Disease. Yes. So, so it was during that time when he was before World War II. He was working for Timely Comics, and Timely Comics later uh-huh. on became Marvel Comics, right? Wow, I didn't back know that. In, so yeah. even pre World War II, before he was in the service, he was actually he was actually um, Timely Comics was doing. They did like stories and stuff, mm-hmm. and all, but they weren't really doing comics. Comics. And right. It wasn't until later on they actually started doing comics, mm-hmm. and that's when they turned into Marvel Comics. And at the same time, Timely Comics was kind of. Following the trail of National Comics, which was National Comics became Detective Comics, which is DC Comics, right? Yeah. Those names. So those two uh-huh. companies were always in competition mm-hmm. for a long time. Mm-hmm. And so he, in 1939, he got a job there at Timely Comics. They turned into Marvel. He started doing, they, they turned over to, okay, this is comics only. He started doing that. And he was basically like the mail, the mail guy. They run around, the, the yeah. everything. Yeah, in the mail room. And then he started, he got, a, he got a chance to write some stories. They liked it. So he started doing more stories. And then World War II came around. He didn't join World War II or join the Army until 1942, which is uh, probably by a year after Pearl Harbor, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, unless so, it's January of 42, <coughs> it's only yeah. three weeks. I'm not sure. Yeah, I'm not sure what, what month he joined in 42. And then after that, uh, the highest rank he got was Sergeant. So he was Sergeant Lieber. Uh, that was his actual title. You know, um, title. Stanley, of course, you've separated. Now, the reason why he used Stan Lee was because he didn't want his real name to these comics because they were comics. They were kind of silly. So he just used the, the pen name of Stan Lee. Mm-hmm. Stanley Martin. Took know. Stan Lee. Yeah, and just made it one name. Made it one. And so, and um, what was the other thing? He talked about how he originally joined as a S- Signal Corps operator, and they taught him how to climb up poles and to establish communication wires, basically. When, so he had to go either with the front line or a little bit ahead of the front line and behind, basically towards the front line, and establish communications. They have comms between the, from the headquarters to the front line, basically, right? And so once they realized who he was or what he did, it's like, hey, aren't you Stanley? They write those comic books? He goes, yeah. Like, hey, you're being reassigned. We're going to send you over to the film department of the Army, right? And so what we need is like, what I noticed that when the military was... The best way to show somebody to do something is is to, is to show them like monkey see, monkey do, right? That's the best way to show somebody. Right? Like when your mom shows you to cook or somebody shows you how to do something, it's always a visual aid, right? Mm-hmm. So they said, we need to train these soldiers how to drive trucks. We need to train these soldiers how to clean weapons. And we got to visually show it to them in the simplest, easy way. And the way he said it, he said it so they went to the simplest, easy, easiest person, him, right? He was simple, like a simpleton. Mm-hmm. You need to draw, you need to fucking draw these comics for us and do these movies for us for this. So that's what he ended up doing. He started doing videos, and then he had there was a, no, there was if you look at the videos on YouTube, there's one story he talks about how he single handedly won World War II. 
him himself, like mm-hmm. Stan Lee did. Right? He says that as a joke. What it was was that the soldiers in the front line weren't getting paid quick enough, and they're being shot up. You know, they could spend their money, have you know, enjoy them, their life before they went back into combat. So he did a video, or no, he did a, a program, a game system to train the the accountants how to fill out the paperwork faster, so those soldiers get their money quicker. And so he did that for those soldiers. Wow. And he talks. He goes into a lot of detail. There was one where he almost went to Leavenworth because he broke into the mailbox at where he was at when he was st- the wow. in Long Island where he was stationed at. This mm-hmm. captain didn't like him, and he explained that he, the reason why the captain didn't like him was because uh, he had you know he was doing he was working doing uh, assignments for Marvel mm-hmm. while he was still in the army, and he was in for like three years, right? Mm-hmm. And so this captain heard about him breaking into his mailbox because there was an assignment there he needed to do over the weekend to turn into Marvel. And he needed to get it done, but so he, the guy says that who's a, the sergeant in charge of the mails. They hey, we're closed. You can't do anything. Well, I need to get, I need to do this assignment. So that do what you want to do. I don't care. So he broke into it. The captain found out, was kind of jealous of him because he was uh, buddy buddy with a lot of officers, and he wanted to court martial him and send him to Leavenworth wow. for just for breaking the mail. And so he, luckily, he had a uh, pretty good relationship. You're not supposed to, but he had a good relationship with, with the higher ups, with the colonels and mm-hmm. the majors, because. There was a colonel that was in charge of his base where he was, where he was stationed at that actually got a lot of credit for the VD did, no no VD for me today like that poster and a bunch of other videos <laughs> that the higher ups really liked what he was doing so they they said hey give this leave this guy alone you know he's a good guy he, he's we like what he's doing so that's that's Stan Lee's for military service as far as and it's just uh what was it two. In 2014 or 2015, two years two years ago, 2016, uh, he was at a comic con and a bunch of veterans, soldiers, actually gave him all kinds of like awards and stuff. Wow, and, you know, um, challenge cool. coins. Yeah, did a lot of things for really him. cool. So he did he did a lot. He uh, did quite a bit. He was beloved by the fans, and he was a a man of the people. Like everywhere mm-hmm. he went, the people would ask him to take pictures. Oh, he loved his he fans. Would, he would do that yeah. for his fans and sign autographs. Someone made this meme. And they did a side-by-side picture of the young Stan Lee next to Tom Holland. Oh, it's the same. And they look a lot alike. Mm. I think if they ever made a biopic about Stan Lee, I think Tom Holland could <laughs> possibly play Stan Lee, the young Stan Lee. Yeah. There is Damn. some similarities. Deadpool agrees. They're the, <laughs> they're... Maybe, right. Miles so that's, tell, maybe yeah. Miles Teller, too. Might yeah, that could be another one. Yeah, for the, also, the acting chops would be really... He'd really be able to pull off a... Playing his, uh, playing his, uh, act, the the Stanley at different ages throughout his life, and he never went overseas for combat. He was wow. uh, He was in New York, New York, I believe, or the Eastern Coast the entire time. Wow, so yeah, he was stateside. He mm-hmm. was stateside. I've got to go buy a turkey at the store <laughs> right now. So I'm, right now? I'm yeah, right now. Actually, right now because because my wife freaked out. She's worried that they were going to sell out of turkeys if no. we waited till tomorrow. They don't. Sell. Well, I think the big thing is we didn't want to deal with the crowds at the store tomorrow. Well, you, you can the always good buy news the, is you um, don't have to worry about the crowds after at midnight. Which is why I'm going to go right now. You can um, do bologna turkey, bologna turkey meat. Then, if, if they're out of turkey, I'll just, just take put them all together. I'll put them all together. We did that. We'll, we might do that. Well, there's. A, <laughs> can, can I still get spam? Do they still sell spam at the HEBs? 
Isn't that like yeah. buttholes and chicken lips? <laughs> yeah, but, but do they still sell it? Delicious. Can you buy spam? Yeah, at the... you can still buy spam. Well, we, what we were going to talk about, we couldn't get a turkey. I was going to get spam, and we were going to shape it like Play-Doh <laughs> oh, Lord. in the shape of a turkey. Are you going to stuff some, put some stuffing in its backside? That's actually a pretty good idea. Yeah, we buy, we buy several cans <laughs> to make a bigger turkey so we can make it the size of a normal turkey, and we'll mold it like Play-Doh. How long would you, long would you have to bake it, though? Not that long. Like 20 minutes, you're done. There's some recipes online. It's already yeah. cooked. It's quick. It's quick. Yeah, it's less <laughs> it's than 20 over. minutes. <laughs> we'll still have dressing and potatoes on the side, and then Salons. and then rolls, and then the spam turkey. Mm. I'm going to put that on Pinterest. It'll be my DIY. <laughs> my spam turkey. You're going to get a lot of hate from all these uh, vegans. They're going to call it cultural appropriation. Yeah. Spam. If I wear an Indian headdress yeah. while I'm, I'm taking the photos with the spam turkey, I might get some hate. Spam, 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 spam. I'll tell you what, spam. I'll wear the Indian headdress on my pee-pee. Sorry. And take a naked picture with an Indian headdress on my on my dick. Well, an that Indian could, head... Oh, my Lord. Would that piss people off? Yeah, yeah who I, wants I, to see I your I think penis, you get arrested man. for... Uh, child pornography? That's what I was, yeah. Something Why would that be child pornography? I don't know, just throw anything at you, just throw you No, tail. baby penises. I mean, if I did... <laughs> <laughs> baby penises! That's oh. why. Oh. <laughs> Hey, look at that John Denver song I was telling you. John Denver. I, I, I don't, I'm not going to. John Denver. We're, we're in the fourth hour. We'll do it on the next hour? show. What are we talking about? We're, we're getting there. We didn't start till 8 o'clock. No, but I got I got to go. I got to work in the morning. So I got right. I, I to work a day job now. So right, check it out. If you find it, uh, if, what is it called? If you can, I'll close the it's show the, out with it. John, John Denver. I have it right here. I want to thank everyone. There it is. Mmm. Let me slow that down. That is not John Denver. I know. I don't think it is. You think they someone redid the song? Well, they could have slowed. They could have slowed it a little bit. They slowed his voice down. They made it lower. I think. I think they. I think they dropped it to. Yeah. Kind of like they did with. Dolly Parton's Jolene. Yeah. Yes. Have you ever heard Jolene slowed yeah. down about thirty percent? Oh, they even redistorted the picture of John Denver. I forget. I'm trying hmm, to think. Reminds the, me of one of my cousins. I, I think it's his voice just slowed down. Well, the harmonies are right. Yeah, it just it's a John Denver remix. I think they slowed it down. I think it's him. I think they slowed it down on the on the uh I'd know. I'd know if I heard the end of the song because they the take they he, take out some of the. They only stick with that. Son of a bitch. Yeah, they take. They don't. They don't. They don't use the entire song. I thought it was. I thought it was an old. It's an old ass song. They re well, revamped damn, that this song mix. Came out in what nineteen seventy two, man. Yeah, I know. Old, that's, old. I think it's really. It's like this is a. This is a good My song. cousin, who's a huge John Denver fan, John Denver fan, would have found that sacrilegious. That they re- yeah. He I think he would, yeah. He wouldn't like that. That they. That's that they did that with John Denver's song. Well, like he thought that he would think of it as them butchering it. <laughs> Speaking of things getting butchered, that guy go get that turkey. But I want to thank Jeff Painter. Yes, sir. For coming back on and and making that making up with Reed and then uh, <laughs> then few then breaking up with him all over again. No, no, I didn't. no, we're good. We're good. And then Reed Charles.
Thank you, sir. Joining me for the third anniversary, the 84th episode. Thanks for showing up, man. That was and really... and yeah, they're gonna shake hands here across from me and <laughs> looking awesome. And uh, you guys want to go to the store and buy uh, buy a spam turkey with me? <laughs> yeah. I could smoke a cigarette right now. That's for sure. You could. <laughs> you could. You're gonna put the cigarette out in the spam. Yeah. Make it a little bit of flavor. Oh, flavor. <laughs> That's kind of weird to think you could actually shape a turkey into what, you know. I want to do it now just for the fuck of it, because I, I was joking, but I'm actually thinking about it doing it It would take now. hours it's, to cook. It would no, take like 30 no, minutes. No, you, you're thinking about doing it now, aren't you? I'm thinking about it. Well, it's like Play-Doh. It's like yeah. meat Play-Doh. It, it is like meat Play-Doh, so it'd be perfect. You could make it any shape you want. You can make it a too big boobies. You have giant boobies. You could have giant booby turkey. Yes, right. <laughs> reads an uncle. Reads an uncle again. Again, by the way. yeah, yeah. As of yesterday, mm-hmm. he was made up. Became an uncle again. Gigi. Gigi so, are you? Have you gone to see your new niece? No, not yet. No. Not How many anyone. nieces and nephews do you have, Reed? Uh, four thousand. No, one thousand four hundred and thirty. One thousand four hundred forty-three. His brothers are very busy. Cousins. Oh. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute. That sounds like uh, they. This is like with the old joke about the Alamo. Come on, Reed. The Mexicans were laying concrete that day. I'm closing the show out. Everyone have a good day, hour. (laughs) That's what I heard. Month. (laughs) Second. Good Lord. (laughs) It's okay to tell jokes, man. If it's not if it's funny, it's funny. (laughs) What's everyone what's funny is funny. Have a great uh, Thanksgiving (laughs) too, because this show will have aired actually after Thanksgiving. So I hope you had a good Thanksgiving. Everyone bye. Peace. Thank you, Jeff. Thank you, Reed. Yes, sir. And Thunder Pop is a Hit the Bricks production.